Hey there, welcome to the Laughing Place Podcast. Today, for your listening pleasure, my name is going to be the Disneyland Railroad. Doot, doot. To my right, the lovely and talented Mark Twain. Oceans deep. <laughs> Across from me, no row, no go, the Davy Crocker, Crockett Aww, Explorer man. Canoes. My arms are tired. <laughs> and to my left, Fantasmic. So I heard that Fantasmic at Disneyland next year is still going to be better than Fantasmic at Walt Disney World. <laughs> oh, wrong. That's rude. And collectively, collectively, we will not be here for at least a year starting in January of 2016. <laughs> Isn't that amazing? That's just so bizarre. <laughs> um, and if you don't know what we're talking about, we'll get to it later in the show. But my name is actually Doobie. To my we'll right is Rebecca. Yep. We'll Across from me is Alex. What a tease intro. And to yeah, my left is FB himself. Still better than Walt Disney World's Phantasmic. No. Well, wrong. you're not. <laughs> no Phantasmic is not better than a Phantasmic. There's nothing wrong with Walt Disney World's Phantasmic other than Disneyland's Game First. Let's be honest. And the bubble no. sequence. No. Yeah. I was gonna... The bubble sequence and the Mark Twain. It's yeah. not for the fact that Disneyland then, had a Mark Twain. No one would give two toots about the, the <laughs> I see what you did there. And, and then the, and the Columbia. To me, the only no, thing... But that's a comparison to Disneyland. Take Disneyland's away. Yeah. I didn't say Disneyland's better. Sh- I said take Disneyland's away and no one's going to complain show. about Disneyland. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Show well, for no, show. Yeah. The only reason I prefer Disneyland's is um, Peter Pan is a much more exciting sequence than Pocahontas. But I... Th- agreed. Agreed. That said, I love the Pocahontas sequence. Yeah, I it's don't... not as good as Peter Pan, but it's a good sequence. I don't dislike the Disney World version by any means. Yeah. I the, only part, the only part of the general sequence I think is bad is the bubbles. The only because they're still going. <laughs> Here's the disappointment. Much like Tower of Terror at California Adventure, it's when they make it a second time. You hope that they enhance it. Concur. But here's do you think the, they did that with pirates? No, but uh, that's. Do you why. think they did that with mansion? Yes. Yeah, I think so. Okay. Which one? That was, came first? Otherwise, I was oh, going to say, why don't you no, give up? You think why don't they, you give up? You think they improved mansion? <laughs> Yeah. yeah, Disney. The ghost so library not talking. I know very. The few, I don't know very many people who would agree with you. But I, don't think I prefer. Proved it. I just think it's I prefer the Disney World's mansion um, for a number of reasons. Mm. I I think the loading experience is much easier for, in terms of you know when you get out of the stretching room, you're basically just funneled right into the ride. Which means you don't get the walkthrough portion. The walkthrough portion, the good. The parts of the walkthrough portion that you enjoy are now in the ride and right. in such a way that you, I feel you can enjoy them a little bit better because you don't have to be watching where you're walking, who you're bumping into, and sometimes you're rushed through those areas so quick that you don't really get the chance to experience them. And the busts that are supposed to be following your head, when you walk past them, it totally spoils the illusion because you can move your head anywhere, whereas in their, when they're recessed in the library at Disney World's, it's way more convincing. So to you, those busts are following you as you walk, as you drive by. Mm-hmm. To me, those busts are just always looking at you no matter where you are. But if you if you angle yourself, enough, you if can you get low, it like out. if you're it a kid, exposes the, if you're a kid, it, it, I have it, it completely distorts the of times. I don't recall of any issue. I mean, obviously you did. Yeah. But no, I mean, I've next, never next time you go, just I, try to change the view. No, no, as somebody as somebody who was very very small. When she was little, I mean, very small when I was little. Mm-hmm. Um, you were you small when you were little. There's no height requirement. It's age. I mean, it well, used nothing, to be. I don't think. Yeah, but I mean, in essence, well, it was. There's an age requirement? Mm-hmm. To ride the mansion? What's up? Well, no, not, no, by, not, not by, by yourself. yourself. Oh, oh, okay. Oh, there, yes, no. No, there's no requirement without by yourself. 
But um, you know, with <laughs> my by myself. But let's put it this way: walking that attraction, I was still very tiny, and it can it can the illusion is not quite as magical. I do yeah. like there, the exterior better at Disneyland. Yeah, the Disneyland has oh, a no, much I better. I love exterior. the building of Disney World's better. That's, really? Yeah. yeah. I like. I mean, I enjoy both. I mean, it's hard. To, I just feel like. I think I it's, can, you can see that they can fit all of that into that other building in Florida. It's hard to imagine them fitting it all into Disneyland. Oh, the, I don't no, feel the, that. That's funny. The, the um, so oh, I think I think the reason I prefer the exterior for Disneyland is the fact that you enter through the front door. I don't know why in Disney World you go like around the back of the building and enter yeah. like what is it even supposed to be a servants' quarters that's like recessed into the ground? It it doesn't I've make much never sense. Never once thought about where I'm entering. The building. <laughs> I, as a kid, it always bothered me that like we didn't go up the hill and enter the front door. Well, because you never go up anyway. I mean. It's not like you climb, you go in, and then you start climbing upstairs. You're right. You're level. But there is but do, a difference. Do you remember well, standing no, no, no. in line you and trying to figure out, figuring out where stuff was, though? <laughs> yeah. Right when oh, you're yeah. in the cube, you're like, "Oh, I wonder." Okay, so that must be where we see the bride. I just and remember what, that window, right? How come I can't see that window when I'm on the ride? So the, <laughs> I remember the first time I went on Haunted Mansion, and I had no idea what I was getting myself into. Mm. And so you go down the stretching room, okay, and then. You turn a corner, and there's this big Omnimover system. You're like, how the heck do they fit this Omnimover system into this little building? Yep. So and many I times. But the, there, seven. There is a difference between Fantasmic, a, an attraction that's better in the original, but still a good attraction, and Wishes, a fireworks show that we're, we're going is here simply again. bad. No, in stop. Its, Wishes is not bad. I will fight this one. Wishes is not bad. Which is is is, is the is phantasmic in a way. I just I, I disagree. I know. I mean, but, I have, but, but you don't like I don't fireworks, like fireworks to begin with. So your opinion like is wrong. <laughs> and wishes made me realize nope, fireworks are still. Did bad. you hear there was so they announced for Christmas that they're not bringing Believe in Holiday Magic back, <gasps> and you know because they're doing the what's it called? Not remember uh, whatever uh, Disneyland 60th Diamond <laughs> Jubilee <laughs> whatever. Yes, oh. Disneyland forever. And someone asked like, oh, are you going to do a, you know, a snow tag at the end? And they go, oh, well, it will still snow as part of the frozen sequence of the show. And you go, eh, it's not quite the same. <laughs> so the fireworks do not change for the seasonal overlay of Disneyland this year. No. That's... But they're doing both World of Colors. I don't know how I feel about that. Yeah. There's a part of me that's sad and then there's a part of me that goes, eh, it's Disneyland. People don't get there as much. It might be their only time to go to Disneyland. So, yeah, it's okay. I don't mind if you're, you know, taking a sabbatical. I mean, yeah. As long as, you know. As long as it's unpaid. I don't know. Remember that one year that Disney World decided not to do Country Bear Jamboree? Oh, mm-hmm. uh-huh. so sad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm still sad. I have breaking news. Okay. This just in. Did you guys hear about Disney's new movie? Mm-mm. Here we go. Here's the synopsis. An American Indian woman is supposed to marry the village's best warrior, but she yearns for something more and soon meets Captain John Smith. Whoa. <laughs> I haven't seen that movie. <laughs> you have seen that movie. It came out in 1995. What are they doing? Pocahontas. A live action? No. So Netflix put that up as the description for Pocahontas and cooked some flack for it. What were people objectioning to the the sultry right. romance that it sounds <laughs> like? She's going to marry the village's best warrior, but she yearns for something more and soon meets Captain John Smith. <laughs> but that man's not enough. <laughs> exactly. Q Whitey. <laughs> what they meant was she yearned for something more, and separately <laughs> she meets Captain John Smith, but it just read poorly, and so they changed it. And for once, I agree because that's not what they meant. That's just how it read. Yeah. So 
very minor controversy. Okay, a lot of I clicks, thought, though. I mean, I saw the <laughs> I saw the headline, but I didn't read the story, and I was wondering if maybe like they um, didn't quite accurately credit her as like an American Indian or Native American or <laughs> it just it just yeah it did not read I, I didn't I didn't think it was simply like the synopsis didn't sound right that's all it was okay that's what happens when uh, Netflix that, that headline is way blown out of the water then you know Netflix is a Netflix is Netflix a, they're a they're a what team the not a family the headline was like Netflix changes the description of Pocahontas amidst controversy like yeah, you know right. and so I was expecting them like well, you they know, just said we always inflate our headlines for for sensationalism. Yeah. yeah, you should see word number twelve. I thought it was going to be like you know, <laughs> red red man daughter, you know, something like that that offended, not just the synopsis. Gotcha. Well, clearly you are not an American Indian I am, princess. Oh, I actually am related to Pocahontas. Really? Uh-huh. I am. How, how a mostly? really small amount, but uh, one We're of her. We're all related to Pocahontas. I, I one of her sisters <laughs> is in my bloodline at some point. Oh, very really? cool. Yeah. I hope you're not a lot related to Pocahontas because it's been a long time, so that just meant a lot of, you know. Inbreeding? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, what is our top story today? I'm guessing it's premiere week at laughingplace.com ah, and on da, ABC. Da, 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 da. And so, let's talk about the big premiere. Blackish, what do we all think? Mm, didn't see I, it. I ain't saying you're a gold digger. <laughs> that was hilarious. <laughs> uh, I can't wait to see it. Family oh, told yeah. me some of the good stuff I it's, haven't seen yet. It's wondrous. Let's talk Muppets, all right? We yes. have to do it. We all saw it, right? I did. Did you guys see it? We did. You did? Wow, we I'm did. surprised. I, 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 I expected I expected he, to come here and you guys hadn't seen guilt, it. Guilt, guilt. I told him he had to see it so we could talk about it on the podcast. And okay. I told him that I'm going to like it and be mad at him. And did you and are you? Yes. Wow. <laughs> that surprises me. I, I expected you, of all people, to still not care for it simply I, because it's I Muppets. I went in and... with no intention of liking it. And mm-hmm. in the beginning, I did not. But once Fozzie left the studio mm-hmm. and started hanging out with the family, yeah. I was laughing a lot. A lot. And um, I mean, I, was, I, I watched it about a week ago. I got to see the first two episodes. And um, you know, when I was watching it on my laptop, I, I liked the first episode. I loved the second and I decided to watch it again on premiere night just because I wanted to experience that with the world. And I liked it so much more the second time. I think you just kind of have to get used to the format for, for people who didn't instantly enjoy it, who are Muppet fans. I think you just have to get used to the format, and then it's, it's gold. And I love it because it's basically... Silver. It's gold. Um, I like it because it's basically, <laughs> it's basically 30 Rock with puppets. And one of the tweets that I read was that um, that's fitting because 30 Rock was basically a human version of The Muppet Show, which I'd never really wow. thought of before. But, but that's, oh my, it's like a big so circle. We've come, we've come around. My brain hurts. Um, yeah, no, I, I love it. I know there's a lot of controversy around the, um, the style of the humor. And a lot might be stretching it. The Muppet, <laughs> is it? The there's, mu- there's quite a bit. I would say there's a decent amount. Yeah, there's more until now. There's the more than I expected. Have been completely family friendly. No, no, right. That's that's why I'm so surprised by it. Is so there's a there's a significant amount of people who seem really shocked that the Muppets are engaging in this this level of adult humor, and I don't think they realize that the Muppets kind of started that way and have routinely throughout the years gone back to it. But the movies and Muppet Babies, I guess, are not. <laughs> Not that way, and so I think a lot of people who are who um, whose first experience was that and only that are surprised to see the Muppets this way. But it it did really well in the ratings. Um, people, I mean, even ABC, I think, is surprised by how well it did for I'm its premiere night. Well. My su- 
My surprise with where the humor's gone with the Muppets is that even though they were adult, I still found them, I don't know, I don't, naive isn't the right word, but there was a hopefulness and innocence. Optimism. Optimism, that's the word. There was an optimism. And so to hear, no, no, so to hear some of the stuff coming out of Kermit's mouth was jarring for me and maybe it's just because I have the movies so much more in my mm-hmm. you know um, dictionary as it were of the Muppets as opposed to the old TV show Be- because like I say it was just some of that I know he used to grumble about Miss Piggy but I also remember him being the one who was kind of the match the the peacemaker between the fact that she was intolerable and everybody else and so to see that change I think is what kind of for me made it not very i'm probably not gonna be watching i just felt i didn't i didn't like it i felt like he was still in there as the peacemaker it's just his relationship with piggy has changed and i mean with that there's um the doors are open for humor and especially in the second episode um the way that that plot evolves really couldn't have happened without um, the Piggy Kermit breakup and their relationship being what it is now, and it's it makes for some of the funniest stuff I've ever seen in any well, Muppets product the, the, ever the, before. The, the breakup is essential to have that sort of inevitability that they'll get back together. You, can't. you think they will? Yeah, I think they will. <laughs> oh, I'm excited! And then season Poor six, we don't have a D twenty three wedding. You know, I mean, it's just a. It just it's to a, add that it's a level but of. Do you think weekly. this? Do you think this show's going to make it? Because I don't. I'm curious make to it, see. Define, I, I get renewed. I'm curious to see how many people come back from week one to week two. Because I don't think it will. I, I think. I don't think, I think it's it edgy will. enough for. I don't think it'll be edgy enough and and move forward enough with the people who are embracing where it is right now. And I think the people who were are kind of up in arms, as it were, over where it is. Yeah, no, I think I think they're going to find their. Come back. I think they're going to find their balance because one it's one of the legitimate complaints that I sort of agree with is people felt it was far removed because it kind of lost the zaniness of having the sketches in the show, and you kind of had a little bit of that in this one with the um, dancing with the czars um, joke that Rizzo made. Where that was horrible. But oh boy, was but that's horrible. classic Muppets type stuff. Like I, I was reading some matter. people. Some people were saying that that was the only part of the show they enjoyed. That was the only part of the show for them that felt like Muppets. And I, I don't agree with that. I knew but I didn't like the Muppets. I think they'll, I think they'll find. And the, um, the other part that I thought was spot on, classic Muppets, was when Fozzie's doing his little like warm up shtick, and he does. They're doing this that tells me I need to wrap it up, or a little tornado's coming, and then like Statler and Waller going, oh, I keep every week he makes the same joke, and every week I keep praying for that tornado." You know, that's yeah, classic. That well, that sounded classic. That's not far removed, but um. I think they're going to find their balance to please most people, but I think the the level of humor that they have right now is great. And knowing the way Thirty Rock progressed, I think they can continue this, you know, for years without running stale on content. Almost makes me want to watch Thirty Rock. Thirty Rock's amazing, but you just have to give it like three episodes to get to know the characters, and then you're in. Yeah, I'll be I'll be interested to see if people are willing to give it three episodes because I just don't know that they are. That's where that I mean I honestly I, was, I think that's going to be the big I was surprised if I were them by, I would make sure that I had a compelling guest star in the third or fourth episode so that way you had people who count. weren't going to oh I've given up on it oh well they're having you know I don't know let's say Carrie Washington because she's so big right now ooh they're having I wonder what what they're going to possibly do Did you with say her Carrie Washington yeah, yeah. that's funny because in the upcoming guest stars of the season include 
Gary Washington. Oh, okay. Well, see, so there you go. <laughs> I should be a pro. That's another thing is I love I love their um, the way that they integrate ABC and the network that they're a part of into mm-hmm. it, which is something that Starting Thirty Rock did really well at ripping on. NBC and the other types of shows that they were doing at the time. Simpsons does it a lot um, with Fox. The second and so, episode does it a little bit more. Yeah, the second episode who, who, does it a little bit more. Who in the second episode? Uh, Josh, Josh Groban is the big one. Lawrence Fishburne. Who's Josh Groban? Josh Groban. That he's a singer. Singer. Very famous. Very kind of operator. <laughs> he, he is. No, he is very famous. He's big, but you don't know. Yeah. Physically? No. No, no he's just... But L- you don't know. Lawrence Fishburne. Lawrence Fishburne. From him. Blackish. Blackish. And Jay Leno. Really? Yeah. Leah Thompson. Oh, wow. And Reza Aslan. Oh. And I don't know who that is. He's a historian. Oh, okay. Leah, <laughs> Leah Thompson. Leah or Leah? He wrote, I think his notable Leah. work was No God But God Zealot. Mm. I don't know what that means. I think it's Leah Thompson. Oh, no, wait. I'm sorry. No God But God. And then another notable work, Zealot. <laughs> so, um... <laughs> yeah, that does put a different spin on the titles now, doesn't it? Leah Thompson's cameo is priceless. Um, and that's Is it a- timeless? It's not timeless, no, okay. but it's priceless. <laughs> and um, that's another one. I mean, that's an ABC Family yes. fam- network connection. ABC Family? Wait, she's on ABC Family? She's on, yes, she's uh, on a- Switch to Birth. Birth. She's the, the mom. One of the moms. What? Yeah. Was no, I didn't mean joke? that was a joke. Oh. No, I did not mean that. <laughs> Rude? Yeah. <laughs> I did not mean that. I was waiting for it. So, I mean, I love, I love that no, she's kind the, of synergy the that they're, they're creating there, too. Wow. She must be excited because her big day is coming up. Wow. I'm waiting for... Where's Elizabeth Banks in? Elizabeth Banks... Um, Nothing Disney, but she's just really big right now. Okay. She's a big Muppets fan, yeah. which that is was why. awesome. Her knocking, who, who was it? Was it Scooter. Scooter. Scooter yeah. off the thing. And I'm back. <laughs> and then coming back. <laughs> Anything you hear, he hit first. <laughs> I was surprised. Yeah. It was funny. No, it's, I'm, I'm really enjoying it. Upcoming guest stars, just so you know, are include Reese Witherspoon, Michelle ah. <gasps> Pfeiffer. Michelle oh, my goodness. Pfeiffer. She's, she's been on Muppets Tonight before, and it was wonderful. Jennifer Lawrence. Joey's sister? No, no. Uh, Katniss from Hunger Games. Hunger Games. Sophia Vergara. Ooh. Carrie Washington, mm. as we mentioned. Topher Grace. Okay. And Liam Hemsworth. Okay. Liam Hemsworth. Not, really? Thor? No. So basically, I'm wondering if Lionsgate is like having a deal with Muppets because these are almost all Hunger Games stars leading up to oh. the next Hunger Games. Oh, movies. yeah. The longer, so is Elizabeth Banks in Hunger Games? Mm-hmm. Wow. She's the one that's that in the trailer. You can't tell. I mean, I saw the YouTube video of the show. That was, she plays that character in her yeah. games. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Yep. She was also on Thirty Rock for a period. She was. Time. She was Jack Donaghy's missing wife who was abducted by Kim Jong Un. Kim Jong Il. Seriously, Thirty Rock was yeah. that awesome? Oh, uh, it's awesome. <laughs> you have to watch Thirty Rock. <laughs> I'm, I'm scared because you're going to start watching it, and then you're going to come back. I, it's, I always associated Thirty Rock with the other one. Third Rock from the Sun? No. 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 Yes. Studio yes. 60 on the Sunset Strip. Everybody that I talk to, anyone I ever talk to about 30 Rock who hasn't seen it, they like, oh, I used to watch that. Wasn't Joseph Gordon-Levitt on that? That was, like, no, that was that's Baldwin. Third right? Rock from the Sun, yeah. That's why you didn't watch it, honey. But Alec, 30 Rock was Baldwin? But mm-hmm. Alec Baldwin plays it's like Alec who Baldwin you expect Alan Fey. Baldwin to be, and it's... Oh, and it's Tina Fey? And Tina Fey wrote and stars in it. Yeah, no, it's not your... It's so good. You couldn't tolerate the ads. I I used to watch it. (laughs) I used to watch it kind of um, when you weren't home. It's one of my favorite series of all all time. Because you were not appreciative of of it. Tina Fey's not my favorite. I think we'll get a season two. The the bar is so low for a Tuesday night comedy on ABC. Honestly, ABC's... 
ABC's False Slate. No, no, yes, from oh, the day Michael was, Eisner ran the network. I was going to say, it was interesting to see the drop-off for Fresh Off the Boat. Did you see those numbers? Oh. That, that I don't know if it's just Muppets as a lead-in, that it's not the same crowd that wants Fresh Off the Boat, but Fresh Off the Boat took like a 20% dive from yeah. their average last year they for its season two Pepe premiere. Pepe guest star. Pepe guest star and Fresh Off the Boat? Yeah, or Rolf. I love Fresh Off the Boat. That's, um, that's a funny show. I do not. I, I do not either. Understand that nope, show. Wow, I am on an island. Yep, you, you are. are. <laughs> you are the lone wolf. Let's see here. Episodes. Oh. What? I'm seeing the, epi- the What's the new one this year? The six vi- oh, the viewers. Dr. Ken show that looks like it's going to be just oh. fresh off the boat, take two. That yeah. was my pick, I think, for, work, for well, first. And we watched the... Um, Friday. We watched the Paley Fest. Uh, was it Paley Fest or Upfronts? We watched the Paley Fest panel um, live stream for Dr. Ken, and they talked a lot about how that show would not have been greenlit before Fresh Off the Boat Mm -hmm. was a success and praising ABC for its commitment to cultural diversity with their programming. But it just doesn't look good to me. It looks beyond bad. I'm not a fan of his to begin with. I'm not either. I'm not. uh, Not any role I appreciated. He did Community, community, which I was not into. I didn't like his character. He was a character in Hangover, Hangover, and I only saw the first one. I liked the movie. I don't particularly remember him as being super hilarious in it. No. So he just doesn't. I just don't relate to his humor. So that's all. I just, no. Not my taste. I don't like him one bit. So. Maybe one bit, but not two bits. he might be nice. He's a real doctor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, his humor. Yeah, yeah it's, based, it's based on the fact that he was a doctor. It's based and then, on himself? Yes. Kind of, yeah. Just like fresh off the boat. I mean, loosely. But, yeah. yeah. Yes. Except not him. It's <laughs> No, moron. Um, but yes. Yeah, also based on him. <laughs> he was in Despicable Me, Vampires Suck, Big Mamas. Yes. Ooh, vampire hangover. What a this is like a list of things I never want to see. Yeah, yeah. I, no, he just like I say, he just doesn't do stuff that's in 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 my uh, Raptor Palooza stuff. What I'm interested in, but but he's very pop. But my understanding oh, yeah. is he's very popular in mm-hmm. general. So I'll be interested to see how you know if people embrace his show. Are you a community watcher? I'm not. I tried to get into it several times and just never. Seems so much like your kind of show. That's what everyone always says when they talk to me. That was like at one point that was the only show on NBC's Thursday night lineup that I did not watch. I think for me it was Night Court. Hmm. Night Court was already <laughs> already gone. <laughs> um, what, what not the like other, John the Roquette and Harry. I like Night. Oh, okay. Court. What was what the ten o'clock show? Then the you drama? need to Hilfie. see Hilfie Blues. No, if you that like. Click. <laughs> If you like Night Court, there's one particular episode of Thirty Rock because Night Court is that that's the one that ended like abruptly without a conclusion. Yeah, I had a cliffhanger. There's a Thirty Rock episode where they reunite the cast of Night Court to make that last episode that NBC didn't do. Uh, see that? That maybe I could stomach that. So that's on Netflix. <laughs> I think the episode's probably just called Night Court. Yeah, no, I love like Cheers, Night Court, Family Ties, that other show that we can't mention anymore. What are the what? other shows oh. that we're premiering? <laughs> Quantico, haven't seen it. Well, yeah, I haven't seen any of the upcoming. I'm not really excited about any other show There's other not that than many. Because l- luckily, ABC had a fairly. You're not excited year about Quantico. I'm not. No, it's. I mean, I like the people who are calling it "How to Get Away with Treason" mm. because <laughs> the setup is so similar to "How to Get Away with Murder." You have this this group of young pretty somethings, yeah. who are thrown together in this in this situation. Something dreadful happens, but you're not really sure who is at. The, who is the catalyst of that event mm-hmm. and in flashback style throughout the season you're gonna style? yeah you're gonna kind of slowly unravel what happened so here's the reason I'm really not excited is 
I feel like the inciting event is too big. And lately, any show that starts off that way has let me down. So I'm looking at like Flash Forward, Forward. Mm -hmm. uh, the event, Mm -hmm. you know, all of these kinds of shows. And so to me, Quantico is just another one of those kinds of shows where episode one is something terrible happens. And then the rest of the season is finding out why or what happened. Mm -hmm. And I just feel like it's just another one of those. And I'm already like Secret and Lies. Secrets and lies I love. No, that's the thing. No, so it's small. so Can those are a smaller event. Yes. Something like small, you know, though. one person's murdered, which was you know, how to get away with murder. <laughs> it's not I mean like it's it's, not it's still sad, but it's not like, right. you know, a, thousands of people died in this or or everyone, you know. So here's a fun fact. Everybody passes out for yeah, however many minutes. Exactly. Yes. And <laughs> that kind of thing. Like those high, high, high concept shows. Yeah. So and, I need I need she, I need that to be a little more. She seems to be the t- she the the Actress at the center of it is a Bollywood actress, and this is her. Tra- oh, no, this so is her making her way to the U.S. market. So they even went with a non-traditional <laughs> lead yes, female. Yes, yes, and she and she but it's is not the. No. no, and she is the and the main suspect in this um, in the explosion at the is it, what is it FBI CIA who who are the one of those yeah FBI who, is that FBI? Mm-hmm. I can't remember which one has Quantico. CIA, but I guess there would be secret. I'm just bummed that I initially so, pronounced it wrong. Quantico. So, so it's a so it's an <laughs> explosion. It's here? an ex, it's a it's a explosion at the at the recruits um, location mm-hmm. that impacts the city, and she's the main suspect. And and she also was now, there? yeah, she was a student. Yeah, it concerns there. a group of young FBI recruits who are training at the FBI training academy in Quantico, Virginia. And she goes on the run. She goes on the run, you know, in essence. She's being sought after as the main suspect, but yet she also is trying to uncover what really happened. Like Salt. Kind of thing. With Angela Jolie. Remember that movie? Nope. You don't remember Salt? I don't remember Salt. Maybe I didn't see it with you. Yeah, I think you did. I just don't remember (laughs) it. (laughs) So, yeah. But but none of the... I watched that half-hour show that ABC did, the Yay, Let's Celebrate All the Upcoming Shows on ABC. Yeah. And, um... No, actually. And, um... And it just, I don't know. It was like, okay. So, so one, the one I am looking forward to is Uncle Buck, just for the cabin. Stop. Um, so, so far, there are 15 sh- fall shows um, rated by Rotten Tomatoes. Three of them are ABC. So, guess Quantico's Rotten Tomatoes. I'm going to say 40-something. I'm going to s- say 71. I'm going to go 20. Ooh. You are the closest. Oh, Even by nice. Price is Right rules, 78%. Wow, wow, very nice. The Muppets, season one. 100 No, I'm going to say 89%. I'm going to say 45. I'm going to say 62. I just want to say again, I know winner, I'm wrong. 65%. Very nice. <laughs> Blood and Oil. So this is the one with... Okay, Don, the guy from Miami Vice. Four percent. Which guy from Miami? Don Vice? Johnson. Tub, tubs or Crockett? Don Johnson. <laughs> yeah, because Tubbs never got another. Don role. Johnson. <laughs> Poor Tubbs. Poor Tubbs. Even Edward James Don not quite got a much more role. <laughs> Philip, what's his name? Philip Michael Thomas was. Was that it? Anthony Michael Hall. I'm gonna stick with my I forty-five. Think it was called Tubbs. I'm sticking with my forty-five. Would you say Alex? Four. I could not be le- less excited. I could not be less excited for this, but my prediction on this one would be seventy-six. What did you say? Forty-five. You're still the winner, but not by Price's Right rules. Sixty-five percent. I am looking forward to this one. <laughs> this is, is the only one on this. Wow. This is the only 
one on the, the on that stupid show that I said, wow, I actually might like to catch an episode of. What is it? Is it trash? Oh, total. Because when I hear the title, I think of um, that movie that I did not want to see. It is a. It is the story. There will be blood. That helped. Yes, that one. Okay. There will be blood. It, it, <laughs> Thank you so much. No it is. It is. It is Dallas 2.0. Okay. It is a young idealistic couple move to the Dakotas to cash in on the oil boom, and they run into this family that is oil rich and the son is a is an is a loser boy who has lived off of daddy his whole life and doesn't know how to do anything and daddy takes a liking to this young idealist and his wife and Careful. and and he tries to and he and he kind of takes them under his wing as kind of the son he didn't have because his son isn't you know measuring up and so there's this rivalry is it oil or is it um, it's, it's, fracking it's, it's I don't, oil. I don't know if it, it says I don't blood know. and I mean, oil. Fracking is oil. Yeah, but I don't know. I don't know what the reality yes. of the that empire is. So, so, yeah, I don't know. so Don Johnson's wife. So they say they meet Hap Briggs, the uh, Don Johnson character, and his powerful wife Carla. Oh, see, there you go. Played by, played by, um, Amber Valletta, best known for her work in, um. Transporter Two. No. She was on. She was following socialite Lydia Davis on Revenge. Um, she's a the model. reason. The reason why it even intrigues me in the slightest is because of the actor who's playing the son of Don Johnson, the loser son. Um, he is Scott one of those Michael three Forster? named actors. Yes, thank Foster. you. Sorry, Scott he Michael played, Foster. He played Hans, right? No, he played. He was. He was. Oh, one he of was the on Frozen, Frozen in the Once Upon a Time. In Once yeah. Upon a Time. Oh, in Once Upon a Time. And he played. He and he played a tremendous character on um, Chasing Life on ABC Family, and um, he is no Did longer on ABC Family. Is it because so he didn't chase very... life well or very well? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's a reality show. Yes. So yeah, so the idea that he's on you know TV somewhere makes makes me happy. So I'm willing to give it a shot to see. And it seems like it's you know replacement for revenge. Yeah. You know. Exactly like <laughs> I don't need any more revenge style programming. So, so we'll see if it's just they always. The hard part is to know exactly how much complete trashiness is going to be surrounded by actual story. I don't. I'm not. You know, like revenge was pretty decent at balancing the two. And um, for a so, while, yeah, exactly. And then, <laughs> then it, and then it just took a turn, yeah. and you're like, oh, okay, I don't need that. But um, you know, because like- because daytime soaps have disappeared, you have many more nighttime soaps. And I'm not a I'm not a traditional soap fan, so I so when the liquid variety, so when nighttime starts to go into that daytime, you know, my stories mode, then I'm just <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not my program is on. I'm not. I'm not into it. It's not. It's not for me. Give me the plus code. To I can't. It. I can't handle shows that only that you know. Per, I could not watch for two months. Come back and it's like two days have passed. I prefer. Like not, that. I prefer my have shows. You see what they're doing this year? <laughs> oh, they're doing. They're doing like Did different they decades. It? Oh no, they're doing decade prices right. So like seventies games and seventies music and seventies sets and oh, then wow. the eighties and then the nineties. Wait, 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 wait a second. They're celebrating stuff. Yes, Plinko's been around since the seventies. I was gonna say. <laughs> Has that show evolved? Because that yeah. show looks exactly no, there, the same. There are quite a few games that were played that have gone mm. by the wayside, and they're bringing them back during these celebratory weeks. Cool. Plinko. Still around. Is it still hole in one? I did. I or two. I only saw, I only saw a headline and somebody talking about how much they enjoyed seeing something like Alpine Climbers or whatever it was called. I wonder if they, what's like the newest Price is Right game? 
What? I don't know, fanboy. What is the newest game? Um, I don't know. Okay. Uh, oh, list of pricing right games. Don't read them all. Well, no. Dun, dun, Hopefully dun, they'll be dun, dun, dun. Uh, well, Oh, the, dude. There's well, no way. While he grazes. Um, I prefer <laughs> my... <laughs> I prefer my shows about families finding oil to include a little old granny who rides on her rocker in the back of their truck <laughs> as they move cross country to Hollywood. Yeah. Yeah, when they first announced Blood and Oil, that was my first in in my head, that was the first imagery that I got was granny on her rocker in the back of the truck. I've never seen an episode of Beverly Hillbillies. I I've not seen all that many episodes of the show, but I really really loved wow. the movie version with uh, Jim Varney from the 90s. I, yeah, <laughs> I very much enjoyed that. You know, our friend that we're going to be seeing, and well, my family friend that we're going to be um, visiting yes. with when we go to DC, <laughs> Beverly Hillbillies. I'm, I'm a little surprised by that, yep. given her makeup. No, 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 not no, no, wrong friend, but similar, oh, but similar, similar background. Okay, um, I used to always confuse Beverly Hillbillies and Green Acres. Mm. Oh yeah, no, those are quite different. Yeah, in I'm some sure, ways, aren't they both about? People who no, 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 fish no, no, out no, of no, water. No. Well, okay, please. All TV in that era I was mean, fish out of water. <laughs> people who moved, <laughs> to, <laughs> the stores. <laughs> moved to a rich area tours. from a non... No, 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 no. Green Acres is the opposite. Green yeah. Acres is a, uh, a lawyer and his socialite wife who moved to Green the Green Acres because he wants to be opposite. a farmer. He so wants to experience... Opposite. Yes, he wants to experience the life outside and he buys this total dump from the local guy who's a total shyster and, and there's a talking pig no, yes the pig doesn't yeah, talk. there's a pig that people understand except for him mm-hmm. everybody else in the town can understand this pig's grunts except for the lawyer guy okay and he wears all these fancy suits and everything even though he's working outside on his tractor but the real appeal just was like the my gabor. dad the gabor <laughs> yeah Dolly. i love i loved that show growing up because the lead is my father my dad, we I would go to the beach. We would go to the beach, and there would be my dad in his suit. Yes. <laughs> I, I remember well in his baseball cap. Yes, in his baseball cap. Yeah. Right, so it's what else is going on in the Hooterville. world? Yes. Well, I was it. Yes. And I, you know, I, the first I was, episode I was, was a mockumentary. Yes. Oh, of, of Green, Green Acres. Acres yeah. mm-hmm. Oh, that's awesome. Did you know it was that? A great show. So if that it show had took some place, good too. just Disney reference. If that show took place in Hooterville, uh, the Annette serial on Mickey Mouse Club took place at Beaver Junction. Oh, did it really? Yes. Oh, how funny. <laughs> Moving sure right along. This <laughs> <laughs> it was just my first reaction when I was watching the Walt Disney Treasure set about Annette, and in the first episode, they're like, welcome to Beaver Junction. <laughs> okay. And I did a spit take. So uh, we're talking about, are we done with So NBC? Wicked City is the next, uh, is the last uh, show we haven't talked about. Uh, no show think... has like unappealed to me what more. What is the synopsis for that? The synopsis is it is a true crime procedural. It's one of those things where it's like 10 episodes and every year is a different season. I mean, different story. Um, focuses on two LAPD detectives as they search for a pair of romantically linked serial killers terrorizing the Sunset Strip. Now, I don't hate the concept. Is this one set in the 80s? Yeah, this one's yes. set in the 80s. And in writing, when I first read it, I thought, oh, this sounds pretty interesting. Sounds I think awesome. I'm going to like it. Then I, I think saw. I'm like it. Yeah. Then I saw the preview for it. And um, was, is going to like it. I was horrified, and I cannot Why? watch this. It's way too um, gruesome and intense oh, for so me. Oh, so you're, you're a little wimpy. Yeah, you are I am. To I am totally like wimpy. It. Like, um, yeah, I can't. The, wa- I can't do American lead, Horror the, Story the female, or the zombie the female shows lead, or anything like that. The female lead who's disturbed um, is the adorable um, lawyer daughter from Parenthood. 
the one that was a little was blonde and a little chunky. I love her. Comparative to most mm, actresses. I, love that I know. Well, she is she is the serial killer Bonnie in essence. Well, I don't like that about her. But it, so I mean, it'll be. I'm looking forward to this show. I don't think that the how did Aquarius do in the ratings? I I don't think it did well. The NBC Aquarius. I think this show is going to suffer from a similar thing that Aquarius show did. Mm. Did you catch any of that? No, I didn't even know. Um, it was, was it was an NBC um, show NBC. with Dave Duchovny. Um, Why don't you love me, David Duchovny? Kind of, kind of doing a, a look at. Um, well, I will tell you, it's been renewed for season two. Okay, so the, it was it was delving into the world of Manson, in essence. That's okay. Right. Um, as a TV show, the and, wonderful world it, of Nancy. <laughs> exactly, I know. So beautiful. And it was it was very dark and disturbing, and I, I it's kind know. of like network television trying to do Dexter, which I haven't seen Dexter either. I saw an episode You've of Aquarius. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. I've seen I've seen, I saw an episode of um, the computer of Aquarius because of Dave Duchovny. I was curious, and it was a period. It was a a period um, series, so I was curious to see how how that went over as well. But yeah. it was just too raw for me. Yeah, and this we- one, and but it, the criticism I saw was people thought it wasn't raw enough in a way. But That's yet, Wicked City, or no, 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 the Aquarius? the Aquarius. But because it was on network TV, mm. they knew it couldn't be, and so I'm I was kind Forever, of wondering if. If um, was it Kevin Bacon? One? If um, oh, this the will following. that had a similar criticism. yeah, and so I'm I was curious. But there's only so much you can do on the network. This one, at least in because because they can do an awful lot without really showing it mm-hmm. to still put that imagery in yes. your mind. So I mean, in this one, there's a couple it, like basically this girl's on a date with this guy. They're in their car, and you just see from their silhouette, she's you know doing something closer to the floor and his hand comes up with the knife and stabs, stabs her. and then there's a you know the next girl that he picks up they, she's getting tied into his bed you know getting ready for fun times and then he pulls out the tools and yeah. like is about to torture her to death like and that stuff just you know i, mean, I, I don't that stuff it, doesn't i can't stop me th- like see it bothers me like yeah, it I stays understand. with me for hours afterwards i can't yeah. sleep like yeah no i understand like the scandal even went too like got too intense for me when it came back mid-season when she was abducted um, that like I stayed That's up too much for me too, but for a whole different. Reason. I think I yeah. I think I maybe got three hours of sleep that night, and then I didn't watch Scandal for a while. I saved all those episodes and then just binge them all in one day and get over with. Yeah, on like I, a weekend. I tend to um leave the room. Yeah, so I just don't hang around because okay, I can tell me not at all, but it doesn't turn me on either. So I hope the the other part, the non gruesome part, is good. But it's a time in your life that you'll remember. That's why well. I'm. That's why I'm I think you'll like it. Up. <laughs> I think you'll. <laughs> Oh, that's not with you, but the 80s. Yes, the 80s, too. I mean, because I remember being afraid of the Hillside Strangler when I was I little. I remember the Hillside Strangler. And so it's yeah. that era. I was afraid of him. He didn't like me. But, but, but it's that era. Well, yeah. like, I was too young for him to really like me either, based on whatever the MO was at the time. But he was a frightening thought. He was. I so remember the Hillside Strangler, Hillside Strangler being on And there. so it's really... And the, the vibe of it was a little too close. I mean, it just... Watching yeah. it, I was reminded of how afraid I remember being when I was little. So it's like, okay, nope, not for me. Is this uh-huh. a fall show? Yeah, October. Late fall. It's only 10 episodes. Yeah. Is it on um, Is it on our preview? Can I say our preview on the air? What? Can our I s- preview? Yeah. What do you yeah. mean our preview? Don't like, we think we have preview? access to oh. some of these shows early. Yeah, but I think, I think this, this only one's a couple on minutes. Okay. 
because Kyle Kyle was looking for something else that he was excited so, for, and so it was like a later start, and you could only watch like the first. I think couple it was minutes. this one. Was it? Yeah, so we only had the ten minutes. So I'll be curious to see, you know, how it. I don't recognize the lead actor though. I don't think, but I recognized her right away, Eric Christensen. But and then so the lead actor would be did Whispers get David is, Duchovny? No, no, wrong show. Is Whispers coming back? Uh, undetermined, but doesn't look like it. Okay. Aw, really? Ed Westwick. Yeah, uh-huh. I didn't recognize. I am him. disappointed. I, who doesn't know how to wear a shirt? Apparently. Um, so he the is Gossip Whis- Girl. Whispers isn't Gossip coming Girl, back. Gossip Girl, you watched that show. No, I've never seen an episode of Gossip Girl. No, I've never had <laughs> it. You're just confusing it with every other show that's like <laughs> Gossip Girl. A movie okay. called I, The One About the Bunheads? I've never, no, I've never seen that an episode bun- of that. <laughs> <laughs> Something I've, called Bone in the Throat? Or Dawson Creek, which I feel like I should have seen both, Wait, but I've, I've never seen either one. And One Tree Hill are the same show. No, no, no they're not. And Party of Five. But I did, no, I did. I, no. I watched Dawson's Creek when I was maybe just slightly too young for Dawson's Creek. I was in middle school and I was watching it with my mom. Yeah. And it was fine. It was there. fine. <laughs> it was fine until the teacher-student relationship started. And then my mom was like, I don't think we should watch this anymore. Very and then nice. I stayed with a little longer. And then I was like, I don't want to watch this anymore. Because ah, okay. it just went way too teacher far. Teacher-student relationship. That's the one with the guy from Mighty Ducks, though, right? And yes. he was the kid from Mighty Ducks who had the relationship with yeah. one of his teachers. Yes. Every little boy's dream. Not really. No, not <laughs> no, I was gonna say no. Oh my! But um, yeah, there's really not we, much. We haven't talked about the comedies other than Muppets. I feel like so, this is just Doctor Ken. I feel like oh. we've become the we Muppets. We haven't talked about Uncle like, Buck. We, we're usually that's not mid-season. this jaded and, no, and earthy. Okay. I think we need to say the episode where Laughing Place gets earthy. <laughs> this is this is like earthy. This is not. I don't a, like that word. <laughs> I really don't like that. Real word. salt of the earth. Okay, that's fine. okay. <laughs> Like moist. Oh, that is a word that people hate. <laughs> yeah, apparently. And to me, so. it is it instantly draws like my short stint working at Perkins and the descriptions we were told to use to describe our muffins. You worked at Perkins. Yeah, that was my first job. The muffins. The muffins. The muffins at Perkins are very moist. Are they? Or you just told you that? <laughs> they really that like are. A, that sounds like an we SNL skit. They, they could totally take it and uh, do an awesome job. Um. Yeah. You with Perkins? yeah. Were, were you ever a server other than Perkins? No, okay. that, that ruined Not it for calling? me for life. <laughs> Not your calling, okay. No, the day that I well, dumped he was getting C's. You know? the, the Sunday that I, mm, <laughs> the Sunday that wow. I dumped the Sunday that I dumped a carafe of Diet Coke on a lady in her like church attire um, oh, was dear. like. So I'm curious. Was I'd she never want to go back. Extremely understanding, or did she let you have? So it? here's what was fun. She was extremely understanding, and I started offering offering her like you know they were basically Perkins per, Perkins servers are not all that empowered. So I started offering things within my power, like I won't charge you for the drinks and things like that. And they're like, and they're like, oh no, like things you can sneak basically. And they're like, oh no no no, it's fine. We understand it happens. And then at the end, when I present them their check, that's when they're like, we want to speak to the manager. And the funny thing was that, you know, like instantly when it happened, as soon as I went back into the kitchen, I told my manager that this happened. They were like, well, are they mad? And I said, no. And they were like, well, we're not going to do anything. So, you know, so it was just it was just fun. Um, I think they were sent home with like a whole pie on top of their check being oh, comped. Oh, I was not nice. fired by any means either. I don't want to say I don't want to say that I was I was let go. I made the choice to stop working there. Um, but yeah, that was, that was fun. The muffins weren't moist. Enough. But the muffins are very moist. And they really do have this awesome peanut butter pie with like Reese's Pieces peanut butter cups 
all over the darn thing. That uh, just excellent. There yeah. was some there was some mystery woman who would come in like overnight and bake everything. So when you get there at like really? five a.m. to open it in the morning, like there was evidence that she was there. Like obviously dishes were done, but I always assumed it was like maybe some magical elves because she was like a mystery. You never saw her even when the restaurant because Denny or uh, Perkins wasn't open twenty four hours, but it was open till like one a.m. And then it reopens at like 5 a.m. And somehow between when you leave at 1 and when you come back in at 5, everything is there. And they swear that like a truck doesn't just unload it. And there's like muffin pans you have to wash when you get back. This, this seems like it deserves a Dateline investigative report. I do want to say do not order oatmeal at Perkins because it is like $5 and it is a packet of Quaker that's been put in the microwave. Instant Quaker. Well, at, least, at least I can't ruin it. So Oh, you can't. <laughs> also, well, I think poached eggs normally are microwaved, but that always thought was weird anyway. Oh, they're poached. Well, we microwave them. You at put, his at his at, Perkins, at by the, the way. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I should say that Perkins is it's like a, a franchised a yeah, thing. Like, so the menu like best are the scrambled eggs and from powder and uh, no. Holiday Inn. You know, they're not all the same everywhere you go. But they are like pre-cracked egg mix, unless you're getting them like you know egg over easy or something like that. Pre-cracked. But if you're doing scrambled, it's like a they have like gallons of, of scrambled that they're just pouring. Like, that's what they do it like. That's, that's, that's yeah. what that's they do it right. yeah. Totally. Any well, food prep. Disney is the highest of quality. Hey, have you been to beer? I guess at the. Uh, I will say that at 1900 Park Fair, that orange juice, if it's not real, sure tastes real. I'm sure it's real. It's real. <laughs> I mean, I mean, fresh squeezed, not from, from constant. <laughs> yeah, that one. That one does not. The rest do, but that one. That one's special. Really? Right, let's, let's pay off our intro. Okay. Why is Disney? A long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. Disneyland is in turmoil. As I can't make up a whole. The episode's better than that. It will be. They're closing down the rivers of America for Star Wars and his buddies. Oh wait, no, for Luke Skywalker and his buddies. Oh no, Kylo Ren and his buddies, huh? I don't know about his, <laughs> but her buddies. Oh, um, right. Sorry. Sorry. No, Kylo, Kylo is a boy. I mean, Kylo a girl. Is, boy. Kylo, Kylo is a, a boy. Kylo is a boy. Sorry. Yeah. Kylo is a boy. Okay. Ray is a girl. Ray is oh. a girl. Poe Dameron's a boy. Okay. I'm just going to have to wait Why until the movie comes out. just be like Joe, Sarah, Luke. Because in space a long time ago, everyone was named like Japheth and, and Luke. Jebediah. No. Luke. <laughs> and Leia. And, and Han. Han. And Owen. Well, Han doesn't have to yeah, Owen. And but, then. Wait, 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 Hans Christian Andersen. Just take off the S. It wasn't that much of a reach. Wait, his name was Han, not Hans? It's Han, Han Solo? Han, <laughs> Han Solo. Hans Olo. Yes. Hans Olo. Hans Olo. Hans Olo. <laughs> so they're closing Why? half of Disneyland, literally. No, not literally. <laughs> Figuratively. <laughs> a quarter, maybe. They're closing most of Frontierland. But, well, they're closing what something that's to nice to look at. The river? There's Big Thunder, and, yeah, and there's, there's the Rivers <laughs> of America. Are they closing Big Thunder? But no. the Rivers of America... No. Most importantly, they're closing... Free, I mean, all the rest. Fine. But they're you know what's river. funny? They're closing Fantasmic and the Railroad. Yeah. I'm wondering if the lines for Big Thunder are just going to get longer, kind of like when New Fantasyland was being done, and like there were all these adults trying to get on Dumbo just to peek over the wall. I wonder if all these people who wouldn't normally be going to Big Thunder daily are now going to do it every time they're in the park to try and see over. I into... wonder if you'll be able to see anything because the construction is going to be happening over there. Yeah, you know? eventually you will. Build it under a tent. This is going to be the most secret awesome. project ever. They, um, yeah, Google Earth won't be able to see it. 
They're going to build a building to build this in, and then they'll destroy that they're building. They're going to be the best thing ever. <laughs> the media is going to just destroying the building. That would be, that would be awesome. Some guy's going to get a plane, sell... pretend that he's doing it to like kill off bugs. And they then... can sell pieces of the building in pins. Okay. Um, that would be awesome. Bruce and Dave can just throw them out to I have a piece Aww. of the magic. That would be cool. So, in short, they're closing the, the railroad, Mark Twain, the Explorer Canoes, and Phantasmic. Anything else? Beginning the when? Have they announced a, have, anything regarding the have, river? Have they, have they announced a beginning date for this closure? January, January 11th. Well, yeah, end of day, January 10th. I so hate January. that whole thing, yes. For at least a year? It says for, a, they expect it to be a year. And they're also closing Big Thunder Ranch, Big Thunder Barbecue permanently. Right. <laughs> what have they all the <laughs> goats and zoo. stuff? Um, I hope the San- Napa Rose is going to have I'm, I'm hoping the Santa Ana Zoo would be my hope. It's a nice little, you know, place nearby. And you know, they could probably use more animals. Sh- I think they should go to Knott's because everything that gets fired from Disneyland is Oh, that'd also Knott's. be a good idea. Mm-hmm. Knott's would be nice. So what I didn't see was how much are they planning to lower the ticket price for during this period? Oh, please. If they lower the ticket price, more people will come. I know. They need to raise it because <laughs> no, 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 there's, no. there's less area for pe- to, to take, pe- take up people. Raising the ticket price will make more people come. We've seen it time and again. <laughs> Everything I know about economics is wrong. Ooh, they raised like, the ticket price. This must be good. my whole political ideology. <laughs> we can eat ramen for a month. Let's go to Disneyland. Um, it's just so weird. That's a long time to be closing stuff. Yeah, especially like... When you think of it from a maintenance perspective, like how do you keep it, the trains going? You know, mm-hmm. like, what are all those people going to do in the roundhouse? No. Surprised they didn't put a camera in the caboose and just run it two ways, like the monorail back then. Yeah, that, they might not do that these days. After yeah. I was going to say, the after incident. the incident in Florida, I don't think they run the monorails. I don't think they would do that anymore. <laughs> okay, I think that wasn't. Remember a, when that we thought that was a joke. Like the, that they were going to do that with the monitor. Yeah, I yes. remember reading that on the interweb and like, yeah, right. <laughs> um, and yeah. the canoes, they definitely could because those are free floating. They could just spin around. <laughs> they could drive backwards. Well, they don't need to drive backwards. They I mean, they spin. could go back. They could go counterclockwise around. Yes, right. The river. I just hope they take this time to not just mothball it, but you know, actually do a nice improve rehab the railroad. Plus their, it. Well, you know, take all the trains and make sure they get their nice clean rehab and. The Mark they Twain might have Columbia. to just for the yeah. sake of yeah. operations. I mean, yeah. can't wait to see what they do to the primeval world. They should make it a walkthrough during this. You know, it'd be really fun is if uh, they could. That would be awesome. You know, I would, would pay be really like extra is. money to do that. <laughs> to How do you think the they'll remember to turn world. it off? That would be great. <laughs> or do you think it'll just go on for a year? That would be fun. Oh yeah. Well, that's not. It's the primeval world. It's primeval world at costuming, not Grand Canyon. Not Grand Canyon. So, but they, um, so you hear that, you hear that thunder and the, yeah, you hear it, definitely hear it. That is cool. It Um, would be, it would be interesting, um, if they could have like one of the trains on display somehow though, that you know, you could kind of, they could leave it up there. Yeah. Well, the Lily Bell actually let people tour the Lily Bell. Do you think they'll still use the train to, for rope drop? I don't do that there. (laughs) <laughs> no, probably not. They might Cats use the hand truck. the entrance way <laughs> to seven eleven. <laughs> it's um, just so weird to think of Disneyland with no train for almost a year. To me, what's weird it's is weird. for fan- to not have Fantasmic for a year after they put all that effort into making sure you can watch the fireworks from Fantasmic. You know, and you know, is that going to be a problem? Makes me makes me wonder if 
there was some logistic thing that they thought they were going to be able to work out one way, but ended up oh, having to work yeah. out a different way. You know, it's like, oh, we actually can't keep doing, you know, you know, makes me wonder just, yeah, was I there, especially the one thing is I really wonder about like some sort of governmental oversight. Like they thought that they had enough clearance for whatever size crane they had. Oh, <laughs> nope. Actually, you have to have a hundred more feet than that. You know, something like that. I also wonder like, so if they close Splash Mountain next winter, they usually do a couple weeks. Mm-hmm. That whole part of the park at night is uh, this going to be... Hello, have we forgotten Woody the Pooh? That whole part of the park at night <laughs> will just be so quiet but it, and peaceful like it used to be. You know, I can go hang out at the Hungry Bear at night and just enjoy it. It'll be interesting, though, because that's an... I mean, it makes you wonder what else they might be doing because the river's... The rivers don't seem to be impacting that much of the... The rivers are awfully big, right? right? Just that one portion over there is... It would seem... I'm surprised that they have to completely... Yeah, I'm kind of surprised they have to close... You, can, can they not partially train the, drain the river? Yeah, can't they, like... I, I would get the ram... Yeah, put a dam in. Over there. I, don't, I, don't, I don't know, because, I mean... Because Thompson Island... Thompson Island, Island people, yeah. It's just but, a raft back and forth. But, uh, I mean, I, I, we don't know why they're closing right. it. Well, so the it's hard it makes to say. You, it makes you wonder, what are the logistics involved that led to the... It'll be interesting you know to what? see what they are. I think it's all secrecy. The only reason they're closing everything is to keep secret. So you can't be on the Columbia and look in. You yeah. can't be on the Mark Twain and look in. Can't you really you think that might be and it? Look around oh, and there's probably time to drain fun. the river anyway. So you might as you know. Maybe yeah, it could be just and timing. I wonder if they would take the time to kind of fix up Tom Sawyer Island. It'd be nice oh, if they yeah, did. Yeah, get rid of that pirate thing that moved in. And that the fort, pirate the... stuff is fine. The fort was a little needing of. Well, they closed it. Yeah, that's what I mean. Now, the fort, I thought the fort closed because they needed it for phantasmic, like, staging. No, they it closed because it was falling apart, and they turned it into, like, a little phantasmic staging thing. Oh, okay. They've been staging phantasmic for... I hope they fixed the there. Because the fort at Disney World is still alive and thriving. Yeah, it just didn't have the wood rot problem. It was partially alive. (laughs) Only parts of it, it's like half of it was open the last time we were there. At Disney World? Where is Thompson Uh Island, anyway? And, um... Where... I, my favorite fact about Tom Sawyer Island at Disney World is it's the only place that had like vending machines because mm-hmm. they didn't want to have to deal with stocking. Yeah, I remember when Why Aunt Polly's. I remember tunnels when Aunt Polly's was still open and like you could go over there and get pretzels mm-hmm. and soft serve. So I'll be interested to see if they decide to make any changes to the infrastructure of the island, though. I mean, since they're gonna have if. If it's true that they're going to actually have that amount of time, they should make a bridge to the island. Do you think not next a bridge, but it, it would be interesting if they could figure out a way. No, but if they could figure out a way to have, you know, probably entertainment would appreciate probably some sort of better staging opportunity, and uh, if they could do that in a way that fit the theming, you know, build some new cabin or something, you know. Do so, you think that next summer will be miserable at Disneyland because we're kind of relying on Fantasmic to take a couple thousand people out of the yeah nighttime? I think mix. paint the night is going to be. Four times a night. Yeah, basically. It's just going to have to keep going back and forth. <laughs> How Do, they, do hmm. they only do World of Color once a night? It depends, do it, twice? it depends on the time of year. And so I was going to say, I, I wonder if they'll start having more, you know, maybe time periods where they may not have had two World of Color, start, you know, having two World of Color. Maybe they'll bring a nighttime parade back to DCA, too. I hear Maestro Electrical Parade still available. That'd be funny. I, I mean, you got to do something. Yeah. That's a lot of people. There's a lot of people. You have to figure out something. Not all of them are going to be taking advantage of the treehouse at night. 
Oh, yeah, it's open now. Yeah. <laughs> you won't have to close for Fantastic. Unless they oh, close it because you'll be getting pictures yeah. of Star Wars. Oh, that'd be funny. <laughs> if it's to have the, the treehouse open at night, all the nerds the first night will be like, woohoo! Treehouse at night! Utini! Jump, jump. I can totally see it. Treehouse at night. <laughs> Shaking their tauntaun sticks. Their, uh, I'll be there. I'll be seats. the first in line. <laughs> Funny. So, so this news came out sort of at 5 o'clock on Thursday um, with the news that Seasons of the Forest, the seasonal Star Wars November celebration. 16th. November 16th, which also coincides with the West Coast edition of the Star Wars launch bay opening at the former Innoventions building. Okay. So That's a huge building. Yeah, so, well, the top level is still going to be Marvel, apparently. And then... Oh, all the franchises. Where are they going to put Play-Doh? <laughs> At the trash compactor, right behind Captain EO. Forget that. When are we finally going to get an image uh, Maker Studios attraction? But go ahead. Grumpy Cats and all. Evan Tube, Grumpy Cat. No, no, Grumpy Cat's not Maker Studio. Evan Tube is? Yes. Wow. Yeah, Evan Tube is because he was on that Maker Studios thing. I just realized that the other day. I was watching a video and it was him going to Disneyland, and uh, and it was after they had spent the morning at their Maker Studio, and I was, like, oh, Maker Studio, Gideon, yes. <laughs> Gideon's favorite YouTuber is part of Maker Studio. Evan Tube. <laughs> so, a needle pulling thread. A note that follows. So, so the Star Wars launch bay. I think I'll have a beer. Everything has like a dark side and a light side. So the dark side you can meet. Um, what's the name of the guy with? The has helmet? it always been called the light side? Can I just ask that question? No. Because it was there was the dark side. There was the not dark side. Yeah. Like, yeah. There was the everyone force. else. Yeah. I felt like there was just yeah exactly the right side <laughs> that didn't need any descriptive and the dark side. There was the heels and the baby faces. <laughs> Just the Crips and the. Um, <laughs> we are making no evaluation on whether the Crips or the Bloods or the good or the bad. For if anyone's out there listening, to <laughs> um, so please don't shoot. So dark side, <laughs> eat meat, Darth Vader. Light it's side. Funny, if you look at the table right now, two of us are in oh, red. Oh, that's funny. Two of us <laughs> are oh my in goodness. blue. Jet, 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 <laughs> when you're a jet, you're a jet all the way. Oh dear, I'm sorry. It I'm just shocked we're wearing the same color. It just struck. Oh, you guys dress alike all the time. It's disturbing. I concur. It is disturbing. <laughs> it's really, um, really weird. So, and I have to say, <laughs> Alex and I tend to match to at podcast night. I've noticed it's oh, disturbing. I haven't noticed. Yeah, quite disturbing. Yeah, it's a it's a trend. <laughs> so light side, you can not meet a trend. I appreciate Chewbacca. Chewbacca. Uh. So then there's different themed galleries. There is oh, a wait, dark... the dark side is Darth Vader. Yes, dark side gallery. You can look at stormtrooper armor and famous Sith lightsabers. <laughs> Sith, famous Sith lightsabers. <laughs> Sith lightsabers. <laughs> Definitely. Definitely. Sith Definitely. Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> then the light side gallery, you can uh, explore a gallery filled with rebel fight helmets. I'm sorry, rebel flight helmets and lightsabers once wielded by Jedi Knights. They're having to do this because there isn't a, a rebellion and an empire anymore, right? That's why they have to go with this light, dark nonsense, right? Well, there's the Because it used to just order. be rebel and. Yeah, but and, I, think, and I think that. Empire. Yeah. You can't go with that because yeah. it's. We destroyed the rebellion. We destroyed the empire. And now we don't know what the good and the bad side is yet. Previous... I'm, I'm really, I'm so like not. Can you tell that this light side, dark side stuff really I find infuriating? I just do. Yeah, I don't know why. Uh, uh, it, it, is, it is grating. 
preview gallery. I, I, I wanted to interrupt you for a moment. Something I thought that was interesting. Okay. Andy forgot. <laughs> no, 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 no. I did not forget. <laughs> so I'm listening to uh, my second favorite movie podcast now playing, and they're currently going through the Star Wars saga on yes. their way to... The, on the road the, to the Force the Awakens. Show. On the road to the Force Awakens. So With Bob Hope, right? <laughs> Which, why, are we on, why are we on a road? Uh-huh. Why aren't we like an... On know. a, on a yeah. light yeah. ship sail. Exactly. And... Um, <laughs> The Millennium Falcon to Force Awakens. And one of them is a huge toy collector. And yes. Toys from way back when. Gotcha. And he, he remembers that he knows that when Empire came out, they did not have Yoda toys because they didn't want to give away that Yoda was going to be a major, you know, that when he runs across Yoda, that it was this Jedi person. It was so a they, moment. They held back the toys until after the movie came out. That's mm-hmm. pretty cool. That's all. And, yeah. and in Similar a way, they're doing it right, yeah. again with Force Awakens. Yeah, like with Force happen. Friday. Um, the only toys that my older brother had any real interest, you know, prior to seeing the film in was old Luke, old Leia, old Han. And so his expectation was that those action figures would be debuted and they're, if they're coming, they're being held back. Yeah, makes sense. It's cool. Putting, uh, putting the movie ahead of the merchandise. Mm-hmm. Just like the Godzilla movie. Remember when they, like, would not release Godzilla merchandise because they didn't want to show what Godzilla looked like? And then, and then they found out no one cared. It was really because <laughs> with for the toy scaling, they couldn't figure out what size Godzilla should be compared to any person. Are we talking about the Matthew Broderick? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I am. Yep. That was a good. Movie. That was a great movie. Okay. Oh, yeah, this yeah, helicopter yeah. had some sort of go up function. <laughs> 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 it was a great riff too. Oh no, man, such a bad Totopolis. movie. Mr. Totopolis. Such a, a preview bad gallery movie. showing props from the upcoming film. Uh, Star Wars The Force Awakens Star Wars 7 is what we call it And then a starship gallery Where you can see models of famous starships And their pilots throughout the Star Wars saga And then a video game center Where you can play Star Wars games Including Disney Infinity 3.0 Featuring park exclusive toy box levels So let me get this straight This is just a place for nerds to go and look at Star Wars props And meet Darth Vader and Chewbacca are they um, now the flooring? Are they changing what used to be like no the invented home floor carpet because it's going to be full of drool? I would hope that they do like at least those like kitchen mats that soak up the water. Are these like actual props from the film? Probably. Yeah, so it appears that do way. Do you think so? They're turning interventions into the El Capitan Theater. They're turning it into like a Star Wars preview center. No, because when they say that they have you know like the lightsabers, I'm I'm, I'm expecting that. Luke's various lightsaber hilts are on display. Uh, you are getting far more detail than Aaron Glover of the Disney Parks blog decided to share with us. This so, evening. I'm just curious: like, is the Lucasfilm archives really going to lend the real deal to Disneyland, or are they just going to create replicas? I'm sure they the had park? like 30 of them. They didn't just have one. They, from the bonus features on the digital ones, I mean, there were multiple, but it sounds like over time a lot of them have kind of gone elsewhere and so the archives really doesn't have a ton so then as part of the rest of uh seasons of the force or season of the force which is it i want uh, there to season be of the force can i say i want there to be yeah. like a seasons of the force theme tune Tomb? Uh, yeah. No, no, no. Uh, like so at um at Tokyo <laughs> Disneyland <laughs> at Tokyo Disneyland oh, they soon. do this like s- seasons of Seasons of Love is their like version because they don't really celebrate Valentine's Day, but the Tokyo Disneyland does it around February. They do this month long seasons of season of um, season. Oh no, it's season of the heart. Season of the heart is what they called, and they have this really hokey theme song 
And it's like, I believe in the season of the heart. And so I want like that, but with the season of the force. And they can actually just take that tune. I believe put this in, in the and season it would be of the force. It'd be great. That sounds like something for your next video. Um, <laughs> so then there will be a new section of Star Tours The Adventures Continue from the upcoming film Star Wars The Force Awakens. Spoilers. Space Mountain is becoming Hyperspace Mountain. Hoopla. There's an opportunity to visit, revisit favorite scenes from classic Star Wars films at the Tomorrowland Theater. Now, are these the original, yeah, original what trilogy? What are the classic? Like the holiday the special? The classic ship. <laughs> what are the Star Wars trilogies? Uh, I think they mean like episode... I think... Well, are they talking episode one through six? Or are they talking... I will, it, what it says is an opportunity to revisit <laughs> scenes from classic Star Wars films at Tomorrowland Theater. Have they remastered What's them the in 3D? Theater? I don't know. Is that the Magic Eye Theater? That's, yeah, yeah the Magic Eye Theater. Why they call it Tomorrowland Theater? Because they changed it when they did um, Tomorrowland. Yeah. Because sometimes they don't show 3D things there, and the Magic Eye normally it doesn't say anything about it being in 3D. Oh. Mm. Well, Magic Eye is really must be 2D. It takes two eyes to have 3D. Magic Eye, I just feel like I'm going to have to go in there and see the 3D, and we have to like stare off in the distance. Magic Eye is those books where you're looking at like <laughs> yeah. a lot of. A lot of things, but then if you look hard enough, you see like one I main have never thing. Once seen no, that. I'm not convinced anyone ever has. Like, I think everyone just feels. Oh yeah, I see it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> look a pyramid. So, and then there'll be specially themed food and beverage and merchandise. Oh, like um, uh, blue milk. And then my favorite, as part of the start of season of the Force on November 16th in December, the Jedi Training Academy will become Jedi Training Trials of the Temple. And will change not at all. Based, no, will have new characters and a new villain from the popular Disney XD series Star Wars Rebels. I hope they com- they're combining the premise of Jedi Training Academy with the premise of Legends of the Hidden Temple, which is a Nickelodeon show that I watched all the time. <laughs> Reference lost. Anyway. Reference so lost. Wait, what was the name of that show? Legends of the Hidden Temple. Isn't that a J.D. Roth show? Yeah, yeah, he was the host. Yeah. Yeah. It, it was like a reality show. It, it was, it a, was game a game show, show for kids, and right. so the, like you would do um, trivia and little mini competitions. But then once you progressed to a certain point, you went into the hidden temple, which was this multi-story thing. You had to uh, find the pieces of this jade monkey statue to assemble him. In the end, you had to do this. Meanwhile, as you're opening doors in the temple, there's like bad mummy guys that come out and literally, literally grab, you. grab you. I would dream about wanting to go into the temple, but then I would be crippled by the fear of. And you see the kids like. You know when these doors open and these mummy things come out, they just go like, like um, shaking. And you know who the voice of awesome. Ol- you know the voice of Olmec was who? D. Bradley Baker. Of course, no, it of was. Course. That's awesome. I am the mighty Olmec. Also, the voice of per- Perry the Platypus. In your Thank you. And no Rex from Star Wars Rebels. That's Pee-wee not Herman? his world, though. I'm just trying to tie it all back. Uh, together. I understand. Pee Wee Herman? No, not Captain Rex. Well, I guess. There's no, two I mean, Rexes. Is There's it two... the same Rex? No, it's, no, it's not. It's not the Star Tours Rex. No, but it is Captain Rex, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. There's him. Captain Rex, who is a stormtrooper guy. Mm-hmm. Are you guys going to Heroes and Villains Fan Fest? What is this? I don't know. What is it? It's in San Jose. It's in November. I, I know keep the thinking way. I want to go. Who's going to be there? Um, Heroes and Villains. Pay attention. Well, the one that I, th- I think Haley is going to be there. Ah, well. Ooh. Ooh. Did you know? Oh, is this, is this, a, is this the thing with Spicy Wozniak? Uh, spicy I, Wozniak? I, I know it as the thing that's mostly the Arrow convention. Did you know that? <laughs> it's like the entire cast of, of CW's Arrow, but they just announced Haley Atwell's going to be there. Did you know that she's in Cinderella? 
Um, yes, I do. Okay. I was not aware until I was watching bonus features on the Blu-ray. And then Fanboy, um, later we were talking, and I was like, did you know that she's in it? He's like, as who? And he didn't spot her either. And she's Cinderella's mom, for yep. anyone out there who doesn't know. And she's got this horrible wig that makes her look completely unlike herself in the film. Or she has a very nice wig in every other production. That could be. But I'm going to guess since she's usually a brunette, that this mangy blonde thing that she's wearing in the film is a terrible wig. That's no thing. That's her mother-in-law. But Why is her mother-in-law on her head? She is British. 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 Anything else on our agenda today? We need to do... Uh, our very own Kevin Flynn had a suggestion for our Should They Be a Disney Legend? Oh, good. I'm glad we are doing Should They Be a Disney Legend. Kevin Flynn um, from Rapunzel fame. No. Not from Rapunzel fame. From Tron fame. Yes, from Tron fame. Tryptophan fame. What was that? I think he said tryptophan. Turkey. Speaking of the Disneyland petting zoo. Oh, yeah. Oh, my. Do they still have pardon turkeys there? I don't think they live that long. Oh. So, look. Because they have to stay pardoned. They strategically placed it next to the turkey lake cart. That's no accident. <laughs> come on, come on. <laughs> Some people she, say that's not turkey. I like to nominate. It is emu, right? I don't. I've heard no. I've been no, told no. Turkey. They can't call it turkey. I've been, yeah, I've been. I've been told by reliable sources in the know within Disney within the turkey community within the turkey leg community <laughs> that it is in fact turkey. But I still have my doubts. I'm, I'm just. Saying. It's, I've never seen a turkey with legs. What, like what that. I don't understand is how come how come they want all how come people want all their food to have bacteria? Because it always says like the our chicken wasn't given antibiotics. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, so th- the reason is that like 90% of antibiotics in the country are used on animals not to treat diseases, but simply to make them grow bigger. Oh. That's why they're proud. But how do you get those legs so big if you're not using something? Okay, anyway, <laughs> off so, topic. <laughs> Kevin Flynn, also known as Farad Afros, would like he's to nominate. Dis- he's our run Disney correspondent. Yes, he is. He'd like to nominate Ellen DeGeneres. Ooh. She's voiced an iconic character. Hosted Disney's longest attraction. I approve. <laughs> and, one, and had her own sitcom on ABC in the 90s. I say yes. I suspect her conclusion would depend on the performance of Finding Dory, since the release date doesn't align with using the legend ceremony to promote it before it hits theaters. Boy, Ellen that's DeGeneres, a good one. Disney I, legend. Uh, so there's two things to consider here. Is she an actual Disney legend? Or is she a Disney legend by the way they do Disney legends <laughs> these days? I, These days, as opposed to the first Disney legend, uh, Frederick Murray. No, but I say that the Finding Nemo characters are... She only did one. But I say that the characters in general are classic enough already. And we're, what, 15 years, 10 years oh, from the film? 2004. So we're, we're a little over 10 years from the original <laughs> film. And if anything, it's grown in popularity. Remember that stupid little fish they brought out? <laughs> At the parks, and then I would say I would say its influence on the parks, bringing the back. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. oh yeah, that was weird. <laughs> Riding his like permanent pl- blue wave, um, I would say the the influence on the parks, the influence on pop culture, the fact that I would say for Ellen DeGeneres in particular, the fact that that film 
relaunched her career to the heights that it is at now because she really didn't have much of one until Finding Nemo put her back in public eye. By the book. That was... Yeah, exactly. So, um... I would say yeah, and I would not say yeah because she had an ABC sitcom that did well in the nineties. Um, Barely did well. It did oh, well, man, and I then it that show. then it didn't do well. I remember, didn't it have like eighteen different titles. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think it technically had two. Okay. And the most annoying yet lovable side character ever. Which one? I don't know. The friend, the girlfriend. Oh, that Jolie, the Jolie Fisher. No, 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 not her. Oh. oh no, the one with the annoying voice. Yeah, oh. I love annoying voices. <laughs> That's why we're friends. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> the uh, no, I would I would vote yes, and especially too on her. What about you? Didn't even include the energy adventure. I mean, I I love energy adventure. That's where there's controversy. Where like you know anyone who knows Ellen's history, um, I would say that they probably shouldn't even mention. It and her like the reason why she's getting the award. She doesn't. Um, she's not proud of that work. Do you know that she's never experienced it? No. Um. So the story goes that she came out very shortly before the attraction officially opened. It was okay. all prepped. It was it was ready to go, and she was supposed to be there to officiate the grand opening experience. And someone from Disney World PR asked her not to come, and so she's never been. And um, on her show, too, when, when the Ellen talk show started, um, it was weird because she would occasionally talk about and reference Finding Nemo, but anything else Disney, even when a guest is plugging something Disney, she would stay very quiet on the Disney side of it. Like, she's obviously been very burned by the company. I was surprised to see her at this last expo because I think it's the first time I've seen her at a Disney fan event because she's involved with the company. Um, but So her standards go... Mm-hmm. Only so far, because she did do the voice of Dory. She did do the voice of Dory, and she did the voice of Dory before Disney bought Pixar. But clearly, at this point, she doesn't have anything against the company as a whole, because she's back for Finding Dory. And on her talk show, she is routinely plugging Disney, um, and she's routinely sending her guests to Disneyland or Disney World vacations, and that's that's a frequent and partnership. And so I think... I think I think she's adventure. I think she's over it now, but it's it's to the point where like why is she going to go back and experience this attraction when she associates it with something very negative that happened to her, you know, at a time when she was vulnerable? Because she's past it. I I, mean, I don't just, think she's. A, I mean, I don't know because I don't know her, Ellen. I think I think she's I smart. Know. I mean, I mean, she's she's a smart woman. I don't know her, but I you hear that all the time that she's um, brilliant. So I know that she knows that Disney's a bigger company and one. One guy in the nineties, but, but, but it doesn't make any sense. That though. mistake doesn't because if she, it opened in September fifteenth, nineteen ninety six, mm-hmm. right? The attraction. Mm-hmm. Ellen came out in February of nineteen ninety seven. Oh, I don't know because that's the story that I've always heard, and it's it's in her mom's book. The her mom, <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. I mean, I mean, her mom wrote this really nice yeah. memoir called Love Ellen, and it's a it's basically an to help like parents of right. LGBT kids, you know, come to we terms with to get what it means to support your child. Stone Phillips to do yet another <laughs> investigative report. Yeah, yeah. I, that's. I mean, that's where I, I mean, got. I, my I will give them this. From. It apparently she was already they were already in discussions with ABC, so probably the rumors of this whole thing were circling. Okay, but it definitely opened before she officially came out. Okay. 
was the nineties. It was twenty years ago. Man. It was. I mean, I mean, you know, the world was a different Man, place. But, uh, I can't believe that attraction. You know what's scary? I love that what, attraction so much. You know what's so scary is that attraction has run longer than the original version of Universe of Energy. It's better. Wow. I uh, I so, say never change it, except make the video digital. And she works for Universal now, which makes it a little more awkward. Actually, well, does she actually work for Universal? Because yeah. the show is filmed on Warner Brothers. Unless I, they moved it. Like, Warner Brothers logo appears at the end of the show. Oh, it's a, it's a Warner Brothers show? It's a Warner Brothers show. Are you show. sure? Because she always yeah. Universal. She has a partnership with Universal Orlando. And so, like, twice a year, I think, for a week, she goes and does her shows at City Walk in Orlando. It is produced by Warner Brothers. You are correct. Yeah. So it's a Warner Brothers production. Universal Orlando just pays for her to come and promote their parks. But at the same time, Disney is also... Uh, but, but it primarily airs on... NBC, NBC affiliate stations, which therefore is yeah, but it's technically syndicated. It is, what it is. Yeah. in my opinion. I, I don't like one role, so especially one role two times. Here's what I would getting you if if Ellen's getting one, Albert Brooks should get one at the same time for Marlon. Yeah, but I just don't. I don't That's think not enough. Yeah, I don't think everyone who's voiced a classic Disney character should be named a Disney legend. Take See, I think there's that. some characters that no. are. Overly classic. There and are some. These two and I Dory would put is in that category. Dory is not one of them. See, I would, I would put Dory in I mean, I category. love Dory. Dory. Dory's a friend of mine. Dory licks my face. Mm-hmm. But If you don't know, Nemo and Dory are our dog's names. Um, but I just don't feel... I mean, I, I the 90s sitcom means nothing because it wasn't successful. I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't even put it in there because also, what didn't the 90s sitcoms predate Disney's purchase of ABC? Didn't it kind of come with it? It came with it, but so did... Rune Allridge. Yeah, that, doesn't I, that, that doesn't matter. Everything ABC is now yeah. Disney. Um, I mean, it's not like Golden Girls where Disney produced Golden Girls. Disney didn't make the Ellen show. Yeah, but Disney has named many ABC executives and stars from before their purchase. Yeah. Right. Disney legend. Leonard Goldston, for example. Susan um, Lucci. But I think... I mean, I'm not saying she would never be one because I don't know what her career will do. Right. But especially considering her probably... Biggest claim to fame is not Disney in any way. What would you say? Her talk show. Okay. I think her talk show is her. I don't think that's relevant. But I, it's I just, not like the, if she didn't have the show, she'd be more worthy of being a legend. No. Well, it it depends. If you if she embraced Dory to the level of Dickie Jones, you know, there's there's a certain part of where you own the character. To a level where Did you not see that sizzle reel where she's like, it was just all the times over the past 10 years that she's on her yeah, show? Yeah, but she's on her show five days a week. I mean, it's kind of. No, but up. there was still like five I minutes. I mean, she's not, of... she, she doesn't bring up Mr. Wrong all the time, but. Or ever. <laughs> or I should like she? Really? <laughs> I did. Yeah. Um, I was a big, big, big Ellen fan. I remember her from long When she, when she used to talk to God? Ago. Yes. <laughs> yes, I remember the. And before that, even. I used to watch her routines so long ago. But. I just feel like and she had that really bad haircut. Mm-hmm. It was shoulder length hair and the bangs. Yeah, oh, yeah, oh. yeah. How do people not know? Anyway, uh, <laughs> it was so not flattering. <laughs> like, really? But I just didn't see that coming. Um, I, I mean, would you name Bill Nye the Science Guy at Disney Legend? Yes, actually, maybe. <laughs> and, okay, so if we're naming Ellen a Disney Legend, wait, hold on. Before we move on from Ellen, we've had. Two, three of us give our opinions. It's a hard sell, but 
I'm not against it be- because her Ellen show was enough of a Disney brand that they n- renamed the shop in the theme park after the shop in the show and she continues to be I mean she's a one one a one name actress and she's closely aligned with one of Disney's biggest brands Nemo so therefore I'm not opposed to it makes as much sense as these other ones so <laughs> Susan Lucci uh, makes as much sense as you know Fred McMurray, <laughs> who had this amazing filmography at a <laughs> no, but oh, Fred McMurray's different. Lucci, Fred McMurray did Shaggy Dog, Flubber, Son of Flubber, Absent-minded Professor, and I'm pretty sure most people would believe that My Three Sons was produced by Disney. They did. <laughs> Don't forget, follow me, boys, and Bon Voyage. And uh, wow, you should be a legend. <laughs> yes, but but I'm just saying that he also had a tremendous filmography that was completely not associated yeah. with. He oh. was not. I don't know that Fred McMurray was the iconic actor he was because of his Disney role. No, he wasn't. No. So therefore, that's all I'm saying is I. Yes, but you can Ellen, leave it. Ellen isn't necessarily iconic because of her Disney role, but I think the role she played for Disney is iconic, and so therefore she would deserve to be a legend. I just feel like you have to give yourself a distance from the franchise. You know, it's too soon. I'm not saying never, but you know when when they're still legend. making while they're still making the films, it's hard to really say like because no, you're if, wrong. If, That's irrelevant. Okay, you're wrong. Whether or not they're still making the films, I don't <laughs> believe is relevant. But the time period, I do agree with you that to see whether or not something has staying power over the years. But this is a film that that now is a a, a Disney musical in a theme park. It has a couple of attractions. I mean. There's plenty of Disney films that have never had anything done in a park other than, hey, look at this film coming up. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm it not, must have some staying yeah, power. I mean, so I'm not, You might no, have no, won me over. No, 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 no. Oh, no, she hasn't. No, no. She uh, has No. I mean, it's you got, make good but point. it's represented what, in, all the the, in a lot there of should, parks. The only time one role should get you a Disney legend is if that role has stood the test of decades. Adriana Casalotti deserves to yes. be a Disney legend. Eileen Woods deserves to be a Disney legend. Maybe. And when was in Nemo 2060, made? 20, 10 years ago. Are you telling me you're going to revoke Anika Nani yeah, Rose's Disney Legend no. Award? Anika Nani Rose should no, not have been a Disney no, Legend. No, nor should Phil Collins. <laughs> I mean, obviously, they have reasons they do these things. That's why I said there's two different Disney Legends. But as far as a true Disney Legend, no, I don't think 10 years in one role is enough. And honestly, I don't think this role will stand the test of time the way Cinderella has. And if I'm wrong, then, you know, give her one in 40 years. Oh, okay. If you want to, if you want to talk the, if you want to talk the reality of what I'd like to see, well, then, yeah, obviously, it's much nicer to name somebody a legend. But I mean, the NFL doesn't wait that long before putting somebody in the Hall of Fame. No, but they do it based on a whole body of work, not one year. I mean, one year would never get you in the Hall of Fame. Right, but I mean, it's an it's an equivalency though, because it's I mean that that one. The multiple years in the NFL is the equivalent of the long-standing box office. I mean, she could have, long-standing the, box office of the, the other. I mean, she she's been around long enough. I just don't think she's done enough to to be a Disney. Yeah, and legend. I don't think I don't think it's qual- quantity of product a quantity of Disney you know check marks. It's what what yeah. what impact do you have on the brand? And if if like nine times out of ten, when you see Disney product talked about. Nemo is part of what mm-hmm. people show. I think, therefore, the person who created that role—it's harder to though. Car sells a lot more product than Finding Nemo. I don't want to see. But it isn't. But it isn't. Larry the Cable Guy, Disney. <laughs> by, by the way, it 
but it isn't showcased in the same TV. it isn't showcased in the same way that Nemo is. It I, may it may sell more product on the shelves, but as far as how you present your brand to people, mm-hmm. they more more often, in my opinion, showcase Nemo and Dory sequences in their sizzle reel type stuff yeah. than they do like than they do Lightning yeah, McQueen. They may be the best movies they've made. Pixar has made. I just don't think one role ten years later gives you a Disney Legend award. Mm-hmm. Well, like I said, that's I, not enough time for me. It is yeah, for you and probably plenty of other people, but it's not for me. Well, it, I know. I just think it's in keeping with the general pattern that oh, they do. The fact that they gave it to Phil Collins, I definitely agree, it's in keeping with the general pattern. I'm just giving. I think I think she is more deserving than <clears throat> a agree. lot of the people in the general pattern. She I is right. more deserving than Phil Collins. She is more deserving than Anika Nolly Rose. I completely agree with you. I. I I agree that she's more deserving than other people that have gotten the award, but that doesn't mean she should get the award. So now you're back on my side. No, I just, I, you know, I have to acknowledge that it's hard, especially when it's one role, for a role that has come out in your adult lifetime, it's harder to fully grasp the cultural impact of it. With the except, you know, with the possible exceptions of like Frozen, which is just a super mega hit, mm-hmm. so they should be legends. Well, yeah, I mean, they, they eventually, yeah. yes, yes, Adina Menzel, no. yes, no. not not yet. Well, she did enchant. No, I mean, I don't think they should be <laughs> legends yet, but I can see. You know, I, 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 I mean, if if it stands the test of time of, yeah. of four decades, yes, yes, I think it will. No, I, I think it will. I, I think th- I think the kids that are growing up today will. really. So, you so, do not think you do not think that Elsa will be as as whatever. Um, what's the word? As relevant to a kid forty years from now as Snow White was to a girl in the seventies. I think Snow White will be more relevant to a girl 40 years from now. Oh, I think you are so wrong. I think you're right. I I disagree. So very wrong. Luckily, I'll be long gone. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you guys, and I'm wrong. (laughs) Yeah, no, I'm sorry. I think you're wrong. Well, I'm going to be with my my half machine body, and I'm going to stand on your grave and point and laugh. (laughs) I I think you have to to remember that kids growing up today will be nostalgic for things that we can't comprehend. And it's hard to see the impact a movie, you know, for me growing, I grew up during the, the second golden age, whatever you want to call it, you know, of, of Little Mermaid, Mercury's Down Under, uh, Beauty and the Beast. Are they, are they, I mean, that's, that we're far enough away now from Little Mermaid, from Beauty and the Beast. That's what, 30 years ago, 25 years ago? Uh, yeah. <laughs> it hurts, doesn't it? Yeah. Are, are they that much more popular than Cinderella and Snow White? Yes. Yeah. I mean, I would. I don't know about. Yes. I don't. Yes. I don't, I don't know, know about, about Cinderella. Cinderella. Under, but, no, no. but I don't know about Cinderella. Mermaid, Ariel. Um, Beauty and the Beast, I would say, is above Cinderella. Ariel, I would say, is probably just below it. But out of the like Walt era of those films, Cinderella is probably above Snow White in terms of like what no, most I mean, Snow people. White, Snow White is not in the same. As much as I love Snow White. She is not in the same league as Cinderella and Sleeping. I think Beauty. Snow White's uh, even Sleeping so Beauty they, isn't in the same realm as Cinderella. So, yeah. So. Where does Cinderella rank compared to Belle? She's in the. I mean, Jasmine. she's in the upper echelon. She's definitely Higher top three. Jasmine. I mean, usually on Disney Princess merchandise, like I'm looking at like lunchboxes where you can't fit them all. Cinderella's usually there, and she's usually in the center. Okay, so 
So the one from from sixty five years ago is is still above the ones from twenty five years ago. Because and no one's saying clothes. that Eileen. No one's saying Eileen. No, Woods. I'm 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 I'm, I'm no, being I'm being serious in that I I mean you can you can very easily dress like. Cinderella, and you can very easily dress like Belle, which is why, in my mind, they're the ones that outs that do the best sell. Um, you don't you don't have Ariel. You you know you, you don't I have a, fins. you don't have fins. But I mean, but that's just the reality. Is you, 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 you don't you don't have fins. <laughs> and poor Ada. So, but other than that, I I see a lot of Ariel. I mm-hmm. mean, an awful lot of Ariel. And they just opened up, you know, two similar attractions. Based on that, you know, film that's not exactly a marquee franchise. I, believe me, I'm not saying Cinder- Cinderella's Al- never had a Aria, Ariel and Belle aren't classic characters. C- Cinderella I don't think they are. I'm just saying Cinderella outlives them, and I think Cinderella will outlive Elsa. And Anna. She might, Elsa but that doesn't. Too. But even by if the Cinderella- way, Cinderella will receive a boost because there's this live action film. But mm. even if Cinderella is still number one, that doesn't mean you don't acknowledge number I, two and three. I, fine, I don't. It's hard to say at this point, as you said. We're living it. It's very hard to say. But I think, in, let me put it this way: I think in thirty years from now, if you go to Mickey's Not So Scary, you are going to see more Elsas and Annas than you will see Cinderellas and Snow Whites. Mm-hmm. And if that is the case, and you could very well be right, I agree. Adina Mazel should be a Disney legend. I don't believe that can be judged in ten years or now in eight years. I think it takes longer. No, than I that agree. To judge You're it. right. It takes longer to judge it, but I just, I, I just think that that's the. The and way, it may be the, the case, and if that's the out. case with Dory, then give Ellen the award. To me, to me, twenty-five years is like the time period. If it's if it's still popular and relevant, twenty-five years and not forgotten. Oh yeah, twenty-five is yeah. plenty. To me, I always, I almost if think it's, it's Disney, safe. So it's not good. I almost think I mean, it's, it's safe. You know, relatively close to the original release to do it nowadays because. If you're looking at the history of, of these things, generally, if they're a big hit when they release, they're a big hit kind of for the rest of their life. And there's very few exceptions to that rule. Aladdin's one of them. Um, you know, and I'm curious to see what, what it does next month when it reemerges in the public guy with um, the Diamond Edition. But Aladdin's one where it was a mega hit. And then 10 years later, when they tried to push it again, it did not meet expectations by any means. And, you know, now it's got a booth boost because everyone's um, fondly remembering Robin Williams. Robin Williams should be a legend. But, well, and he is. I know he is, but, but I, mean, I agree with that. And, that and, and that's the thing. Robin Williams receiving his Which legend award was, so. you know. <laughs> well, okay. First of all, Robin Williams, he received I mean, he it. Did it for, he did many, much more work for Disney than Aladdin. He did, but and what is he Wait, 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 wait. Much more? So, Touchstone, he did Dead Poets Society, Good Morning Vietnam. Oh, yeah. Uh, no, I forgot. I forgot those were under the touchstone. And yeah. also, ABC, Mork and Mindy. Yeah, yeah. I forgot that was ABC. And also, so but but that being said, when you have a role that says transformative of exactly. yeah, that, no, That's not just popular yeah. and longstanding. It's transformative. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and that's why, I mean, I would give Paige O'Hara and Jody Benson and them mm-hmm. one anyway, but... They redefine they, the second golden age, the musical. That's you know. why Aniki. That's why Anika deserves one. What did she? Because re- she's black. Yes. If that's the reason, fine. That, yes. That's fine. That's if a moment. That's the reason you want to give one to her. I don't have a problem with that. Yeah. No, that's a moment. That's a transcendent yeah. moment. But Adina Mazel, to me, has not transcended. Now she may do it because she's great in twenty-five years, right, but it's not mean. a transformative thing. We'll see. 
we'll see how long it lasts. I don't know. Another reason I would vote... Oh, so there's just too much Frozen already. Another reason that <laughs> I would vote give one to her, to Ellen DeGeneres for Dory, is that there's really no one else who could do Dory the way that Ellen DeGeneres did. I mean, just mm-hmm. her... Yeah, very funny. Dory, you know what I mean. Uh, I don't remember. <laughs> you guys are awesome. Yeah. Okay, go ahead. I mean, just you know, her her personality, her exactly. demeanor fit that character so well that they're almost one in the same. I doubt it. What's he done? Well, he did He's Bernard. Oh, yeah, which might not be the. Uh, no, I was just curious. Perfect. It's the second Six. Golden Age. <laughs> yeah, but I was just curious. No, that's a good point. She that is definitely her role. So they should make. You're saying they should make her and I would Albert say Brooks. If, if Ellen's and getting Nemo? one, no. Albert Brooks should get one. I would not do really? Nemo because Nemo's a little kid. But Albert Brooks's character is basically <laughs> poor Dickie Jones. No, no, no. You know what I. You know what I mean. It's like because in the next film too, it's not that same kid right. obviously yeah. as Nemo. Albert but Albert Brooks, Marlin is basically Albert Brooks's archetypal I character. Guess. Just you know, in a, in the form of a fish. And so it just feels weird to do Dory without doing Marlin. And if we are acknowledging Universe of Energy in that bit while they're being nominated, then I say yes, no, throw in Bill Nye. you cannot do Bill Nye. Bill Nye, I, w- I might buy Bill Nye. And Alex Trebek? Really? Because of Bill Nye, I mean, not only for the attraction. Because but the show. science guy. Yeah. But from Mickey Mouse Club to the very popular syndicated and PBS series I believe it was syndicated and was that it was, a Disney produced series it was yes. and it actually that, had Disney's uh, yeah. name if, if on that it. wasn't Disney yeah it was Disney it was Disney's Bill Nye the Science Guy like, yeah. Disney if it, was, if it wasn't it. for the series there'd be no question it shouldn't be but. in addition to that um, I think it re-ran with the um, like one Saturday morning for a little while and classroom products I mean you know Disney Disney has a long history of, of uh, educational videos but Modern times, I don't think anyone has done more of those kinds of things than Bill Nye, and it's all been under the Disney educational like Baby Einstein programs. So, <laughs> you know, what see, I mean. that's no, but that's how I feel about Bill Nye. I thought that Bill Nye was like Little Einsteins. So I thought they bought him. Mm. I did not realize they produced him. Yeah, no, they produced the show, and they're producing yeah. the new show for uh, <laughs> yeah, Netflix. Just, <laughs> I'm learning that now yeah. re- from you guys. I Bill always Nye was not bought. No, I thought I thought he was a pre-existing, you know, oh, like think, like I, little Einsteins that they bought. I think he was a he was afterwards. I didn't think that they actually produced him. He they produced the series, but I, I mean he was a person. I mean obviously he was. Well, a person. Yeah, no, I mean Disney, Disney didn't create Bill Nye the Science Guy, but th- it, it, he is. I mean everything that we no, know him for is way. his Disney stuff. There were a hundred half-hour episodes that he did. I would have bet that those hundred half-hour episodes were created long before he had any partnership with Disney, and that they then purchased said episodes and then proceeded to syndicate said episodes. Was my, you know, my feeling, but I perceive that I might be wrong on this. Yeah, and like, how many Emmys did that show win? All of them. It was a lot. Yeah. Oh no, it took it took twenty three. No, wow. nominated for twenty three, took nineteen. Wow, that's a good record. Yep. Mm-hmm. Bill, 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 Bill. <laughs> Bill Nye. Although, didn't he? He sued Disney, yes. too, Ooh. because I guess he didn't feel he was being compensated appropriately for his appearance in Ellen's Energy Adventure. Pop quiz, does anyone know the original name of Ellen's Energy Adventure? I the new friend? Very, very short-lived name. No. Ellen's Energy Crisis. Really? I thought that might not be as positive as a adventure. <laughs> really? <laughs> <laughs> So that was a that was a spirited edition of should they be a Disney? <laughs> that Legends. was. We're, 
Oh, I'm very split. <laughs> I think you're split amongst yourself. No, no, no. I mean, I'm very pro Ellen getting you're that award. Ellen. If they announced today that she's getting it tomorrow, I'd say yay and have no qualms. I am anti Ellen. Anti. No, I love Ellen, but she should not be a Disney legend. So let it be written. So let's move on. <laughs> so. Since our last show, Bill Nye was produced by Disney. Right? Has it been since our last show? I believe so. Is that they? um, Oh yeah, because we missed a week. Bagheera has made his debut in a trailer, (laughs) featuring Mowgli. Featuring Mowgli, or as we call it, the life of Mowgli. Or as I like to call it, the trailer that I didn't want to see the film until the tag. That is such a bizarre. Sherman Sherman Brothers song always makes me want to see the movie. You know what's weird is the. So at D23 Expo, they showed um, like a reel. I'll, mm-hmm. I'll call it a reel of Jungle Book. But it played an awful lot like a trailer. Okay. And, it, you know, it even it, it, and that reel made me desperate to see this one. And this trailer made me think that looks interesting. Um, I, I have a love-hate relationship with the Jungle Book. Okay. I have been forced to see some version of it that's wildly popular and more true to the Kipling version with live action and some famous I think his name's Sabu. As, oh, I know. As I know Mowgli. the. Ver- I've never seen it, but I know the version and you're it, talking about. It's incredibly dry. Yeah, Sabu is actually in uh, Tiger Walks for Disney. Um, and, and so I'm I'm afraid of the Jungle Book because I went to that thinking we were going to be. In fact, our whole family went to that mm-hmm. thinking we were going to be seeing you know Baloo and everybody dancing around singing Bare Necessities, and mm-hmm. instead we got you know this very heavy Rudyard Kipling true to life. Oh, I thought you were talking about the show before Tarzan Rock, so no. Animal Kingdom. No. <laughs> no. No. I never got no. to see it. That was oh, awesome. That was, yeah. that was so good. Mm. I, I think we're the only people on Earth who loved it, but we adored it. Okay. <laughs> it was the, it was so much fun. What's not to love about we it? Had a great you know, it's funny time. that Peter's only had three shows in that many years. <laughs> and we loved two of them and enjoyed the third. <laughs> oh, that's the same theater that has Nemo now, right? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. They just put it under wraps. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I remember that decom. I remember, but that's so this so this this trailer made me nervous that it's going to be more true to Rudyard Kipling. So it's you know from from the presentation at the expo, it's not okay. It is based on the Disney animated version of the Jungle Book. Um, They did go back to the Kipling novel for I think some inspiration, Mm -hmm. but it seems in. The majority, they stay true to the essence of the Disney version, which Walt famously said, don't read the book to yeah, his story exactly. man after they had, you know, written a version close to the book that he mm-hmm. hated. Um, so, I mean, I'm, I'm still excited for it, but I was not excited about this trailer. And then in the version that they showed at the expo, they had a lot more of Bear Necessities. That was like midway through the, the oh, reel gotcha. that they showed. Okay. And then it had this beautiful orchestral version of the song that then carried out through the rest of it okay. and was just chilling. Hunting that song <laughs> was not in the reel. I'm guessing that song is movie. not in the oh. movie. I love that fan song. Boy, I love about that fanboy song. cannot stand that I know, that fanboy can't stand I, really I can never song. get the lyrics right. Because I always mix up what well, the mother's doing and what family. father's doing. <laughs> <laughs> so, father's knitting in mother's, the kitchen. Mother's hunting in the forest. That's how fanboy sings it. in, in the, the hole. Um, <laughs> and I will go to fetch the water. I love that song. the day that I am. Shanti. I like the melody. My own home. Shan- yeah. Well, she has no name in yes, the, the anime classic. Girl. But in well. Jungle Book 2, Shanti. Is that a Sherman Brothers song? My, my own home? 
Yeah. yeah. My friend. Everything, everything but, but Book. everyone, but everything but I mean, bare necessities. My Disney obsessed friend that I talk to on the phone all the time. Couldn't get over Scarlett Johansson. The As voice of Scarlett Co- You know, there's some that, like, really, really interesting... That, that, that just, like, jumped out at her. She said she could never get beyond the oh, fact that's that that's just, Scarlett Johansson. That's great casting. And I just There's laugh. some really interesting I, casting I didn't choices recognize here. Her, so you know Cause actually a computer? Uh, anybody? Anybody? Uh-huh. What? Because she's voiced the computer her in the phone. Oh, I give it. Uh, yeah. Okay. So confused. But yeah, I mean, it's. I think. I think it's going to be a great film. I. I don't think they put out the best trailer, but it's I also. I will say, King Louis the looked teaser. cool. King Louis looks. I mean, it looks amazing. Yeah. The visually, it's going to be humongous. Yeah. Doobie thinks it looked like Life of Pi. Do we know? Okay. Who, do we know I, who I've voices a lot of King Louis? Say. I mean, I'm sure we do, but who voices? Yes, it's Christopher Walken. Mm-hmm. Christopher Walken. Christopher yes. Walken. And so I don't. Yes. I think of they. Country yes. Bears fame. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Christopher that Walken. Christopher Walken. So in the in the. Um, so we're gonna have some future episode of Should They Be a Disney Legend? At the Christopher expo, Walken? at yes. the expo, it elicited a laugh when you know King Louis like steps out from the shadow and then says something, you know, <laughs> and people started laughing, and it was it was genuinely funny. It's an interesting choice. It's not who you think. And especially if they're doing I want to be like you. I want to be. <laughs> right. I want to be like you. <laughs> like, you know, <laughs> it'll be interesting. But uh, I'm excited to Zip see it. Up, 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 today. <laughs> Watching him scat with uh, oh. Bill Murray should be fun. Yeah. Wow, that is some interesting cast. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, it'll be, but it'll be, it'll be good. I'm pretty sure. I'm very, very huh? glad that they um, released the trailer because the stills that they put out at the same time mm-hmm. are not impressive. Okay. The Im- the imagery didn't didn't carry as the computer generated panther. Yeah, and yeah. Stuff. it doesn't work it so well. It didn't as a still. work so well as a still. In fact, I think I sent fanboy the message saying this looks like doesn't look like they've progressed much further than Salem the cat from Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Oh, you did yes. <laughs> And then I said to proof, here's yes, a picture of Agira and here's a picture of Salem. <laughs> but um but I'm um, the visual but the actual motion, the actual mm-hmm. video, I mean, is 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 astounding. But like I say, that, that just still little, is just one not unknown little boy carrying this. It's film, so right? and what was really interesting from the expo was he filmed everything twice because they basically filmed most of the film in like a um What's it called? Mocap facility. Mm-hmm. So in like mo-cap. a in a gray room where everyone's just wearing their little grid dots, and he's the only human in the center. And then he had to go and film his the rest of his scenes on sets and oh, out in, in woods mm-hmm. and stuff. And it was all filmed in in Southern California. They did not travel well, outside of this region. That's not to surprising. Southern California is amazing. But um, yeah, I mean, it's so that little boy had to do the performance of his that you see in the film is him interacting with um, stand-ins. Mm. So that'll be that'll be interesting to see. And they I mean, they talked about what an amazing little actor he is. Star Trek turned Southern California into multiple planets <laughs> yeah. over over its run. So just, I, I don't know if I'm going to like it, but I think the movie's going to be big, big Big, big, big. I'm interested to see how it's received. I really liked Disney's other live-action adaptation of Jungle Book, too. The one from 95, yeah, 96. Yeah. I hadn't seen that one. Mm. I, supp- I didn't think I'd like it. Like I say, I'm afraid of Jungle Book. I was burnt. I was and that w- that's one where it's it's almost more original than... like I think they, were, they, they have Rudyard Kipling's name on it, but it, at no point does it scare. The childhood scenes are very much reminiscent of the... Disney animated film and then the adult stuff feels all new to me from like the Wikipedia that I've read about Kipling's books. Gotcha. Anything else we need to discuss today? Mm, I can't think of what's happened since the last time we 
Had a pocket. Two whole weeks. About to be three. Oh yeah, we should probably tell everyone we're going to be on up. Oh, there yeah. was the Disney. There was the Disney dining stuff, but that's now gone. I mean, yeah. it looks like Disney's oh. learned how to how to how to deal with that, that's so that's bad. gone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Feet away from that. What did they do to deal with that? By the we way? don't know. We just know that there were Facebook <laughs> posts on pages. <laughs> we don't know. Okay. There was a fa- no, but there was a Facebook post by some of the or or website post by some of the sites that had been offering that service okay. and saying we're no longer offering that service because Disney requested we not offer that service. So all right, we saw Aladdin. We d- yeah, we went uh, to a D twenty three event up in Sacramento. Up in Sacramento. Did you see the California letters while you were there? We did not. No, but we thought about it. Yeah, we what? thought about Losers. it. it was, so after the movie, it was they're illuminated late. at night. After the movie, it was blazing we hot. Oh. It was like you know one hundred degree day, oh, and gotcha. we had passed Fenton's on the way there. Oh, gotcha. I'd never been to one, so you had to go get there. Okay. And I just had to. We had yeah, to. Yeah, fine. It's the Fenton's ice cream shop that's featured up. in Up. The, I mean, but the not real the one, one that was the one from in. Up is in Oakland, yeah, but, but it has. You're not going there. <laughs> <laughs> the thing, the thing is that I've heard, I've no, heard it, that the one really in Oakland crowded. is is insanely crowded. Yeah, that you always, go, they don't like do reservations, block, yeah. and you've got yourself a, a 90 minute wait, yeah, just sitting always. around waiting to get in. And so this one's like a rest stop, Fenton's, but yes, still the same. What was it? At the nut tree, and I don't know what that means. Yeah. So <laughs> it's a rest stop. So. <laughs> We stopped at the restaurant. It's got but, an airport. But the um, so this this G twenty three event we went to Sacramento. Um, the big draw was you know seeing Aladdin on the big screen. But they had special guests. Um, Brad and so Kane. For us, it was Brad Kane, the singing voice of Aladdin. The highlight of the event was so Brad Kane's talking about you know how just like Scott, he's a television writer now and he's working for Black, Black Sales at Stars, and so you know and they're talking a little bit about that, and then. Uh, the representative from D23 says, okay, well, we're about to get the movie, so thank you very much, Scott, for coming. Oh, and dear. <laughs> but he played it off so funny. He was That's like, awesome. he was like, excuse <laughs> me? <laughs> That's awesome. I couldn't believe he did that. That's but I mean, awesome. he, and, he and Scott are friends, and he had a local singer come up, and they sang A Whole New World right. together live. That's sweet. Um, the movie was... I hasn't changed. It hasn't changed. I've grown older. Um... <laughs> Did it have uh, the original beginning? No. no. Womp womp. Um, it did have oh, a very bizarre also, bonus feature of Ron and John. Yeah, there's a yeah, there's a bonus feature on the new um Blu ray that's coming out. What was the bonus feature called? Friend Like Me or something like yeah. that? And so it was it was really just it was not about Aladdin, it was about the friendship of Ron Clements and Aww, John Musker. And it was it was it was sweet. It, it was very funny, but it was the modern day Frank and Ali. Yeah, basically. Yep. Exactly. Um yeah, they had some fun anecdotes about how, like, anytime they go out to lunch, that restaurant's guaranteed to close. Um, so they're, like, famous for shutting down all your favorite restaurants in oh, Southern California. Nice. Okay. And then um, the uh, – so the the movie hasn't changed. I hadn't seriously sat down and watched Aladdin in probably 10 years. This come from the man who's seen, like – I know. <laughs> and I don't know why, but Aladdin just isn't one of those that, like, I – yearn to go back and repeat even though as a kid i was obsessed with it i had like every aladdin toy that was on the market i was you know seven because disney often makes better toys than their movie Some, well sometimes but i remember when the vhs Not always, came out I, sometimes. I had the vhs and i watched it all the time i was obsessed with return of jafar and the tv series oh. and so i mean my my yeah. childhood was easy. partially defined by aladdin right they do and, a very good job with it and so watching the movie now it's my only friend up who? Um, Abu is underrated. Abu is underrated. No. Watching it now, though, it, it doesn't hold up to me as well again. as the other films of that era. Because of the bad CGI, but no, no, no. <laughs> I mean, I mean, taking anything 
like that I'm talking like story wise it felt very disjointed all of a sudden and I don't know why take off your clothes that is been altered (laughs) um the uh no I mean you've got this you've got this like kind of action heroish story at the beginning of Aladdin being a street rat through the market and everything and then once Genie comes into play the whole dynamic shifts and then again it changes completely when Jafar comes into it at the end. It's almost like there's three acts. Well, no, 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 but it's it's not that there's three acts. Because that's, that's every film. It's that... You're a jerk. How you? It's, it's, how dis, it's how disjointed they are. How different they are. That's, that's where I was... You know, as a kid, I think I didn't mind so much. As an adult, when I'm watching... Something it just took me out of it, you know. I kept, I was like, "Wow, it, this starts as a completely different film than the middle, which is completely different from the climax." Yeah, I've never um, been a big fan, so it, and see, I, so I, I, it was a little weird for me to to watch Aladdin, and you know, I remember in in two thousand two when the diamond or when the platinum edition DVD came out, and Disney was saying sales weren't great, and people I was talking to were saying they didn't really care to own Aladdin, mm-hmm. and like when you ask them why. I mean, I know that a lot of people attributed it to maybe it was too close to nine eleven, and people didn't want to support. Arab sentiments. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that's the case. I think it's just that of the... It's not that great. It's not that it's not that great, but it's not as great as the other films in that category, it's the Diamond Edition Mermaid, line. Beauty and the Beast. Yeah, the other films that are... <laughs> no, no, no. Not that category. <laughs> I'm, talking, I'm talking the Platinum Edition titles, and now mm-hmm. they've basically led into the Diamond Edition titles. It's the weakest of the bunch, I feel. It's better than the stage show. What? Oh, we need. We haven't talked about that, have we? Yeah, we... No. No. We didn't talk That's about news. Yeah, <laughs> That's news since that last time. New. That didn't... That was not... So we need to add that now. Good thing we, good thing we talked about Aladdin. <laughs> Um, so no, I feel like the stage show was does n- not awesome. n- is not as awesome. good as the movie. I agree. You could not be any more wrong. How many you drinks for you today? So I haven't se- I haven't seen a- how many drinks for you today. I haven't seen the California Adventure Show in. I haven't seen the California Adventure oh, Show in years. It's been ESPN? it's been too long. And and my next trip to Disneyland, I'm hoping I get to go before it closes. Right. I would like to see it one more time. And it was it's actually been on my list of things I want to do Our for next a while. Trip to and we Disneyland never will be a list of things we want to mm, do before mm, they before they close. Isn't that yeah, wild? that'll be that'll be the <laughs> intent of the next trip. Actually doing something. Should we have? I should, we should make reservations for lunch at a. Big Thunder Barbecue. <laughs> I would love to. I love Big Thunder oh, Barbecue. That used to be our go-to place. Yeah, but um, I do. I do. I will say now that I've seen the movie, you know, not long after I saw the Broadway show, I like the Broadway show better than the movie. I, I do too, but I like the <clears throat> DCA show better than the movie. Okay. Yes. The DC. I can, I can vouch for that. We've probably yeah. seen that show more times than many Disneyland annual pass holders, and we haven't lived in Southern California for over a decade. I, wow. <laughs> that was awesome. I think. I think what made yes. Aladdin special for a lot of people my age, or a lot of boys my age, mm-hmm. was we loved the second Golden Age. But, but it's the boy. It was one. the boy movie. Yeah, mm-hmm. Lion King. But is Lion true. King wasn't no, out yet. You, but, but, but yeah, even still, you no, can't, I mean, you, I mean, well, yeah, and and as a boy, you can play as Aladdin. Re- but to play as Simba, you, yeah, you you get down on all fours, and I it's really not like as Simba more than Aladdin. Well, um, not, not touching, touching that one. That one. <laughs> <laughs> um, not touching that one. It's because he bugs, right? He can clear the savanna. I mean, because. I don't know. I, I feel like back then, unfortunately, 
um, it was almost like shameful to like the Little Mermaid as a boy. Like I, there was I, definitely, I felt Di- that it was haze before at school. No, no shame. Disney, I was. Disney don't was. Care. I was so into Little Mermaid, and you I remember getting flack at at school. Like I had a Little Mermaid sleeping bag that I uh, loved. I, yeah, deservedly <laughs> rude. And so I remember, I remember like as a poignant moment of my childhood when my parents were explaining to me that like you can take the Little Mermaid sleeping bag to school, but if you do, this is what will happen. Exactly. And I took it anyway, and that's what happened. Yep. And so next day, I had my Sesame Street one because. Yep. You know what's funny is I got teased for liking Disney in, when I was in elementary school, mm-hmm. in kindergarten. Yeah. I would bring Mickey Mouse stuff and I got teased. So it's just funny I think it's funny how teasing. Disney had changed. Mm-hmm. Now it's not as uncool right. as it was. Because I remember I was a camp counselor when I was, like, let's say 14. and I did not know this about you. And uh, <laughs> We're all learning. Isn't that exciting? Um, and I was teaching, I was teaching hey, tennis yeah. to these kids i'm sorry you now i know he's making it <laughs> to like, and then i flew into the sky <laughs> and then the rocket ships came down no, to like six or seven years old wow, that's awesome i wasn't i was not the instructor i was like the assistant so it wasn't like i was the tennis pro you were the ball boy but yeah basically i was the guy that like led them to the tennis court and that's awesome and um and they would be like i would talk about how i was like going to disneyland and like you like Disney? And I'm yeah. like, you're six. Exactly. Don't mock me. <laughs> yep. If you yeah. if Disney if you can't like Disney and you're six. No, I I remember I remember being excited unhip. about Aladdin because I could go to school and openly share my excitement for Aladdin and not feel I remember even Muppets Christmas Carol. I only found one other boy who had seen it and like they were the only other person who understood mm-hmm. why I was like Muppet Christmas Carol is the best Christmas movie that's ever been made, you know, in second grade. Yeah. Wow, well, this Did is not the way it was in my school. You well, you didn't you didn't like Disney when you were a kid. Well, you grew oh, up You grew yeah, up in see, Southern so California too, didn't you? A I think age. So I think it's I. a Oh really? Yeah, I, I was. Up in I was imagined it as this like Disney bubble. Oh no, no, no! I was totally, I was totally mocked okay. for my love of Disney. Pretty much all of it, elementary school. In fact, I would. It was very challenging for me to find a classmate to go with me to Disney, mm. who because I didn't want to go with somebody who would be grumpy about it. Mm-hmm. How come you're going? Now how come you don't want to go to Magic Mountain? That was no. you know what the I response would be. Land. I went like once a year. And then, <laughs> and then the. We're spending forty three dollars, and then and like anytime something Disney got left at school, I mean, and we're talking throughout the entirety of elementary school, they'd be like, "Oh, give it to Rebecca; she's the one who likes Disney." Like Like, we're talking first grade, second grade, third grade, fourth grade. They didn't think of anybody else. They thought, "Oh, give it to Rebecca; she likes Disney." Wow. Yeah, and so yeah, it was just one of those things. And like I say, I grew up in SoCal. Michael Eisner changed all. Well, because and what it was, everybody liked. Um, I can remember it was Star Wars, and it was Knight Rider, and it was A Team, and it was those were all See, the things that it was cool to like. For it, me, it know? was like I mean, kids liked Disney, but it was um, it was a girly thing to like, you know. And and so even it, even if you were looking back at like Peter Pan or Pinocchio, and as as a boy really? and like. Girly? first grade saying I like these things everyone say like Peter Pan's for sissies you know oh no for me it was babies because you know if it was basically it was Ninja Turtles or nothing like when I was Ninja Turtles that's awesome Ninja Turtles I remember my big thing that I wasn't into that everyone else was into and I've learned to appreciate it but Terminator 2 3D I mean Terminator 2 just in general, Rise of the, the machine, yeah. or whatever it's called okay that was an incredible Judgment Day at the day it was made the best action movie in history yeah and 
I remember being like, I can't go see a rated R movie. What are all these other four-year graders seeing a rated yeah. R movie? I had seen it. My older brother was super into the Terminator movies. And, dun, 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 dun. and my dun, dun, level of, dun, dun, dun. of censorship as a kid was not much. But, um, Did that one come out? I got teased for my Miss Piggy. Yeah. I can remember being teased for my Miss Piggy lunchbox. Yeah, Muppets. I was I was into, but there and wasn't I was only a like lot. Nine. I mean, there wasn't a lot of merchandise left over from Muppet Babies, and that was like a preschool thing. When who cares? But uh, Muppet Christmas Carol, I remember coming to school with sh- for show and tell with my McDonald's. Muppet plush Christmas ornaments oh, that were like Miss Piggy with promote, a little red yeah with her little red bonnet oh, totally. and um, so I had the whole collection and so I brought it in because I was I was so obsessed with Muppet Christmas Carol and was really excited that I had them all and uh, yeah Disney was not as big in the hood no yeah we didn't grow up in the hood so you don't even need to talk about no, that but like it was cool for I'm us Aladdin you. was like the breaking point where it was okay yeah. Aladdin was one like where it. It, yeah fun. you could be okay. a boy and it was a musical but you could like Aladdin and you weren't made fun of for it and I think if you watch it today I mean they could never make a movie like Aladdin today in that it has a very second golden age feel to it that just they've moved on from mm-hmm. for better or for worse and that also exploits certain stereotypes that people are much more sensitive about being careful about how we represent other cultures that we aren't actually a, a part of yeah it, but I mean I'm talking more of just like the sort of um, the the way it paces itself is very different than like a frozen mm-hmm. yeah um, and it, it'll be interesting to see how Ron and John do with Moana because mm-hmm. you know they haven't really had a huge success since what have they done since? Princess, uh, Princess and the Frog. Yeah, Princess and the Frog. And um, uh, Treasure Planet. Oh, Wasn't there something in between oh, Aladdin and Princess and the Frog? Oh, on the uh, no, not on the range. Hunch? Was Hunchback theirs? Hunchback wasn't theirs, was it? I think it was. I think they did Hunchback. I'll let you do it because you're faster. Um, um, I mean, Her- Hercules, I was... I was, I was already out of I mean I was still in elementary school but I was almost middle school and so with Hercules it was um, I was quietly a fan of Hercules I didn't go to school talking about it but I, I did love it you don't want to brag about like dude but, I was already but nowadays I mean looking back at them I think Hercules holds up as a better film overall than Aladdin does uh, Aladdin when I watched so Aladdin. He, they did a Ala- uh, Lion King I'm sorry Little Mermaid Aladdin uh, Hercules Treasure Planet oh Hercules is the frog and Moana I mean, Aladdin looks very dated. I was just watching it at the D23 Expo. It looks dated. Mm-hmm. Hercules is a lot of fun. Yeah. It's just a fun movie. You know what I'm sad is I would have loved to have gone to the El Capitan to see Emperor's New Groove on the big screen. Hey. You know, that would have been We just fun. saw it. We just saw it as part of the Disney screen. Which, oh, it, if yeah. you ever want, oh, really? you know, yeah, the cool. Union City one, it's about 30 minutes away from us. And, yeah. Um, we've been going, so if you ever want to go see something, let us know. Tang, tang, tang. Wouldn't that be, that would be fun? Ding, ding, ding. Yeah, that's a good movie. But so should Aladdin leave? <laughs> yes, I, I made my, my voice known on our... Uh, your argument y- is invalid. Your argument is invalid on our website, our, the inaugural one. Aladdin is one of my is probably my favorite stage show of all time. I've seen Seriously? It. More than Finding Nemo? 
Yes. Probably. Yes. Well, I mean, Let me put it this way. Today, based but, upon yeah. better than one mainstream. Based, based on how many times I sat through Aladdin with him, compared to how many times I sat through Finding Nemo with him, yes, Aladdin is by far his favorite. Bird, you know why? It's because Aladdin had a portion that the genie was able to improv mm-hmm. a bit, oh, and so, yeah, it, so he awesome. so the fact that it could be slightly different yep. and like you know slightly yeah. different. Um, it really appealed to you. Now, I remember. Did you, you liked it much more than Festival too? I mean, which is a different yeah, kind of show. I, I, I mean, enjoyed but Festival, but, but I, I more Festival's enjoyed the, show. the feeling that because that was early in my AP dom. Yes, and, and AP, you like to be part of the show. That yes. whole thing. Mm-hmm. Like that, but no, it was a better show. But that said, also had to tolerate that it's too. been around for a long time. Yes, it has. And Frozen which we've apparently already decided is one of the all-time great classics <laughs> in the history of cinema. <laughs> Mark my words. Needs to have its own original big-scale attraction. And Norway notwithstanding, don't, it doesn't have one. Well, they've already announced that it's going to Broadway, so don't they need a cheap, inexpensive way to test it out anyway? Kind of. I doubt it's going to be. But, but but no, but that I was mean, kind of what Aladdin was, anyway. yeah, I mean, um, for thirteen years. Yeah, <laughs> so, but, uh, so I think Frozen deserves this spot. I think Aladdin's had its run, and you know, if it, if it's bad, it's bad. But yeah. it's certainly not a bad decision. Yeah, and I, I mean, I I agree. I have no objection to Aladdin changing to a different show. In fact, like for years, I remember that was the rumor, and so I was kind of Toy Story. Oh. Which I wish they would have done. I love that crew. That, See, I've never seen it. That's my second favorite show. I've never seen the, the cruise line show of Toy Story, but I've heard so awesome. you're the only person I know who really likes it. Yeah. But, um, I love that show. At, at any rate, and I, like I mean, it too. Two of the best this is, I feel ever. like it's been a long time coming that Aladdin gets replaced, and it's been rumored you know, countless times that it was happening. And I always looked at it as every time I went to Disneyland, this might be my last time to see it. So I'm <laughs> grateful. I've seen it 400 I'm, times. I, I've seen it, <laughs> Dude, I've seen that's it why twice. I did Horizons like 800 million <laughs> times because I just knew it. Any day, I finally did. Mm. But I'm like, like, how many times can I possibly? No one wanted to progress. I'm still going on it. (laughs) No one wanted to do Horizons with me, and I didn't (laughs) know why for the longest time. And then I got to do it, and I loved it. And then the next time I went back, it was gone. Oh, that's very sad. Among the most over, I'll write that column someday. The most overrated rides of Yesterland, Mm. Horizons. No, you're so wrong. Oh, you are so wrong. But, and I, I, so in terms of Frozen being the very, show that replaces World Aladdin, motion, maybe, I have no objection to that either. I think there's a lot of potential to do some cool stuff. But in the announcement, like people were asking on the Disney Parks blog, what's going to happen to the Muppet Vision Theater? And the answer, like they literally responded and said, at the, at the current time, there's no plans to change what's right. currently there. Meaning that Frozen sing-along mm-hmm. could potentially still be there. It won't be. I hope not. It's it, terrible. Why? Why do you think it won't be there? I don't think they're going to have two is it not, frozen shows. I've heard in that one it's place. not filling up is anymore. Is it not filling up anymore? Yeah, that 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 hype has gone for, for that particular experience. Okay, I think you got to that's a little you have a brand problem. That's if you a have a, if you're having a new Broadway style Frozen show with a Frozen sing along whatever that is show, you know, a Denny Newell show. Plus you have the one at Disneyland at the Fairy tale gardens. Yeah. You know, I, I just think if you're trying to put all your, you know, you're trying to show you have a big budget Frozen show, you don't want the C budget Frozen show to be. Because people will see the C budget and think they saw right. the A budget because people aren't that smart. That's so true. <laughs> and they'll put a leading space into it or something. You're right. They're 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 not that smart. So I mean, uh, except for guests. Guests are brilliant, especially our listeners. Uh, well. 
I don't, I don't know that I agree with you guys over this branding thing. Really, you think they can have an A show, a B show, and a C show? Yeah, I do. I think I, I do. I think that, like you know, a lot of people are already feeling the over. Oh no, I don't. Have, yeah, I I would agree that it's too much, but I don't know that it's from a branding point of view. I just think it's a matter of do people really want three Frozen options on any given day? A, if you have a theater, let's, see, let's say it seats five hundred people. I have no idea, but Hyperion Theater? No, um, Muppet no, Muppet Vision. <laughs> You'd want to put something, you know, put something there. Well, but there's a. I do not know how this Disney Frozen show in the Hyperion is going to be, cre- you know, um, produced. I don't know how long it will be. I don't know what market it'll be demographically aimed towards. But Disney's Bro. Aladdin. <laughs> A musical spectacular and the power of blast were not going to be appealing to a lot of smaller children. And so if your children, which typically people who go to Disneyland have them. Don't understand why. Um, <laughs> the sing-along would be a better option for them than the... Yeah, I mean, I, I, I picture it more Even in right line. now for us, we have a, you know, Gideon Six, and I think that the sing-along might be a better option for us than the, the musical spectacular. I picture the That's musical spectacular saying. more along the lines <laughs> We've of... We've named it. <laughs> yeah. More along, the lines, title. <laughs> more along the lines of the Nemo show, where it's friendly enough for kids, but Broadway enough for adults. Yeah, we didn't take Gideon to that. and I To the Nemo show? Yeah, and I wouldn't recommend most people who had children... We took him a couple who, of times, and he I, no, but I would say I would not. That would not be a show that I would tend to recommend to people who had children be, be below the age of six. Okay, because it's an awful long time to sit in a dark place and be relatively quiet. See, because I I see them all the time, and Where's I see the kids mom? like now you know, kind of a gape at it. Oh yeah, no, I think it's wonderful. Yeah, totally. But well, um, I, mean, I mean, kids, there's six year olds that go to the movies all the time. Right. Yeah. Exactly. So it's not. It's it depends on the case. kid. Yeah. Yes, but but I'm saying that there are enough that would not choose that as their vacation option Mm. that I wonder. See, I think part of the reason why Finding Nemo is so brilliant in Florida is because it's just doggone hot. Mm. And it's nice to have an air-conditioned, family-friendly experience available to you that's lengthy. You know, you can take a break from the heat and still accomplish something other than eating. Is this the first? Which is nice. But... But I don't, but I'm, like I said, I just, I don't know that I would, you know, if somebody said, hey, I'm going with my four-year-old to Disney, you know, I would, I would question whether or not they would appreciate Aladdin. Is this the first? I would have to, t- I mean, uh, Frozen, I'd, you know, want to talk to them more. Does she sit through a movie? Does she, yeah. you know, this kind of thing. Is this the first major stage show? I'm not counting Magical Map, because that's more of a. Right. If you believe. Yeah. Um, produced since. The Annie Hamburger days? It's the Snow White was Annie Hamburger, right? Yep. Why aren't you counting Magical Map, by the way? Because uh, Magical Map's more like, a, I would say, a typical theme park show where they mm-hmm. sing a couple it songs is. from Disney songs yeah. and there's a loose thread. So at Disneyland, then? No, it's anywhere. Nemo the Musical? That's, That's Annie Hamburger. Mm-hmm. I remember we were shocked because it was, she comes out, we, for some reason we were at a dress rehearsal. Oh, yeah. She comes out, um, she starts talking, and we're like, Okay, and then we actually started liking it midway through. We go, wait. That's right, we were shocked. <laughs> That's my dad. Um, let's see. Epcot does not do shows. Hollywood I can't Studios. Really think of any. There must be one, but I'm not thinking. But we can't think of it. I mean, domestically, I don't. I think you're right. How long do you think it'll be? Do you think it'll be the same length as a lot? I think it will be. I think yeah. that's the right amount. Do they have that much material for Frozen? Yeah, I guess they do. Because oh, what is Aladdin? Forty. 
40 minutes? Yeah, something like that. Something like yeah. that. Yeah, I think, I think Frozen. Shorter. I think Alan Macon might write a new song for us. Jeez. No. Oh, Colder. You know. <laughs> <laughs> I think. <laughs> do, do you think the Lopez will? I wouldn't be surprised if they yeah, write do, do something do. park specific. I bet they do. I mean, I think I I would if the I were them I would cut <laughs> the little pie. If I were them, you'd cut Frozen Heart. That's not which one is that? That's uh, the morning. Go, 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 go. <laughs> that's how you start the show. You don't. I don't think you need it. I think you start the show with it. I think you ditch it. I think you go right into um, you know Anna and Elsa. Do you want to build a build, And then here's here's the challenge: is you're doing a stage show in the park, and the story that everyone knows and loves. Involves them being kids and growing up that way, and so how do you have child Anna and Elsa in this theme park Villains stage tonight. show? What does Villains Tonight have a child? Major what? show since Annie Hamburger. Villains. Tonight. Oh, is that was that not done before Annie Hamburger? No, yeah. Villains Tonight. I mean, not the original, not the one on the new ship, but the original. I don't think so. Um, I feel like Toy Story wasn't in Annie Hamburger days either, wasn't it? Wasn't it? I don't even know who this lady is. You don't know who Miss Hamburger is? Mm-mm. Do you know what Tom Sawyer Island is? Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> score one for Alice. <laughs> you know that joke is like 30 years old now. Yep, um, way old. <laughs> um, she w- she was the head of entertainment, right? Would she be? was this big, high-profile hire as the head of Disney Parks, Disney Parks Entertainment mm-hmm. because her expertise was in creating unique outdoor experiences and she did a lot of like playhouse um, yeah. theater. Cynthia okay. was associated. I don't know what Cynthia brought her in, but for some reasons they were associated with Cynthia. She was, and she did Aladdin. Or, I mean, she presided over Aladdin and Snow White, an enchanting new musical, mm-hmm. which I never got to see. Luminaria would have that. been under her guy. Yeah. Believe would have been under her as well, right? No, Believe was before her. Yeah, that was before her. Yeah. Okay, but Luminaria was. was Luminaria. Okay, I will give you villains tonight. Was done after her. Which is not encouraging. Um, <laughs> it's villains tonight. The villains tonight. Worst show on a cruise ship. Never seen it. Ever. That oh, without is there even a close, close? Well, I didn't say a Disney cruise ship. <laughs> what? Last, last time I was on a Disney cruise ship, Hercules the Musical was still playing. Oh, uh, I want to see that. Did you get to and... see it with Jennifer Hudson? No, I don't. At least I don't think so. If and she was there, she didn't. Toy make a Story was with her. Me. Was with her. Okay. Um, but yeah, I mean, I I think within your forty minutes, you can tell the Frozen story with all the songs except for Frozen Heart. Maybe also cut out the bit of a fixer upper because some people have. I expect to have a big Broadway sell number for Reindeer Suburban People. Are they going to do, do you, so we'll we'll spend big... we'll spend Let and it go. Spend and Olaf they'll be Michael Curry puppets? Maybe Probably. that would be good. I think they're going to use real animal Snickers. Gonna Stop. Be... But, <laughs> do you remember? But, but do you, no, here's my question. For the theme park, are they going to yeah. go I, th- I would gonna, like to see Are they going to go, go Broadway esque or are they going to go Theater yeah. of the Stars esque? I think they'll go I would like to that, see them go. That will determine so much. That's what I'm curious I would like to see. To which see way? Them... Which way will it go? Will it go? Did you say theater of the stars? Uh huh. I'd like to see them do it like the way they do Timon in the Lion King Broadway show. He's not stylized as much as the other, you mm-hmm. know, puppets are. Um, he's basically like Timon's feet are on the person's feet, mm-hmm. and then his hands are, you know, they're using sticks to control them, and then they've got one hand in. 
the mouth. And yeah. so you basically see the actor behind Olaf, but Olaf's yeah. this. It's harder because he's got a big number. Like. Yeah, but you could you know, still... bouncing rubber head mm-hmm. can only go so far. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He won't be a puppet. No, no, I don't. I would rather see him be a puppeteered experience than someone in an Olaf suit. I mean, he won't suit. be like a, uh, uh, Finding Nemo style puppet. No, no, no. Well, I but mean, it's I not far from that. that. It's not far from that. But the way that they did Timon is how I envision in the Broadway well, I show. I think he'll be a full rubber head. And standing next to him will be his interpretation that's actually doing the singing. Ugh. Um, <laughs> do you remember what, during the second? But I don't think Sven will be there. I think there will be no Sven. He'll go the way of Oh uh, No. Um, you got to have really? Sven. I'm just putting it out there. But they have an entire song about him. They Abu know. is in the film, in Aladdin, by the way. Um, uh, Abu was not, not in the, the stage show. The stage show well, depends. Not in the DCA yeah. show. What? He was not in the DCA show. He's Abu, not in the Broadway Not as show. a monkey, but the elephant. Well, okay, yeah, it's fine. The elephant in Aladdin, uh, enchanting new musical. <laughs> Aladdin, a musical spectacular. <laughs> yes, Abu. That's is the elephant. genie. Genie transforms Abu into an elephant for yeah. the pr- yeah. professional. And then the elephant and that the he elephant rides is in the show Abu. represent was the same look as Abu. So therefore, Abu's technically, in the movie is Abu in the movie. He does. Yes. Yes. Oh, I have no memory of the movie. Yes, okay. yes, oh, okay. in the movie. Fine. And so that was the, the same look was carried forth in the look uh, gotcha. in the film. Fine. And I mean in uh, the musical. Um. Do you remember Ste- Steps in Time Phase 2, yes. where they had the kids? Where who they actually had like, kids? Flakes. Yep. Or of who course. coughed in your cornflakes? Yes, when they had yes. children. What do you mean, who remembers Phase 2? Who remembers Phase 1? Oh, oh Phase 1. I mean, it didn't last. That was such PTA a trade wreck. Yeah. It was a awesome. gorgeous trade wreck. Remember the, the, <laughs> the dress? dress. Yeah. Oh, so amazing. Have you ever seen that? Uh, we have video. Hakuna Matata, what a one. Was that, that in phase that one? Phase that was both. That yeah. made it, right? Hakuna, we'll have to show you. We'll have to have a Steps in Time party. All right. You can come oh, over and watch uh, it. We'll, invite, uh, we'll have to invite Marshall. <laughs> By the way, he got he got a speaking role in in, in a, what I is it, that. Gem in the Hologram? Yes. Yeah. That is so Our awesome. Our Marshall? Yeah. 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 Wow. Some might, might say awesome. Some might say outrageous. Oh, very <laughs> wow. Truly outrageous. That's awesome. <laughs> well, truly outrageous. Definitely big congratulations to Marshall. I am and so I excited for him. sincerely hope that your scene makes it in the film. Yes. Because <laughs> I was recently reading an article, I guess, um, 10 Things I Hate About You, filmed in like a real high school somewhere north of here, and um, like took over this small town that, you know, was not expecting this kind of thing to happen. Um, and so this was a BuzzFeed article written by a girl who went to this high school and was in the movie as an extra. Like she, you, you, it wasn't all the kids in the high school were just automatically extras. You had to um, basically audition to be an extra. And then in the prom scene, she was paired up with one of the like lesser side actors as their date mm-hmm. and was in a scene with a line. And she was so excited and she went to the movie theater to see it with her friends and family and told them all about this and they cut it. Oh. And so like, yeah. The agony but that is awesome. That's, yeah, so cool. that's so cool. Yeah, is it filming in in Florida? It's a. I is it a is it a film or is it a? It's a film. It's a, it's film a live film. action film. For some reason it is a film. I don't. I don't know. I think. I, I think they're trying to do what Josie and the Pussycat Dolls failed at in the Josie 90s. Josie and the Pussycat Dolls. There's no doll. Do you remember? There's no doll. Just, yeah. Oh, Josie and the Pussycat Dolls. Yeah. I'm sorry. We were watching, no we were watching Neil Patrick Harris's Best Time Ever uh-huh. and one of the girls on it was from, was the, from the Pussycat, Pussycat dolls. dolls. So that's that's where that comes from. We had from. previously <laughs> seen her perform, I think, at Disneyland when she was part of Wild... I think she was part of Wild Orchid before okay. she was Pussycat Doll. Yeah. I think she was. I can't remember Yeah, but I mean, that movie, it didn't quite cause the sensation that they wanted to. Late... 
after the fact, it's become kind of a cult hit. But um, gem? No, uh, Josie and the Pussycats. <laughs> oh, okay. But I think that's what they're trying to do is is you know do what do what Josie and the Pussycats didn't do. Right. And with gem. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so I don't know exactly. I just know that he has a speaking role and he gets three lines. Oh, did you know who's playing He's Gem? Shooting in LA. Oh, okay. So they're gonna fly him out. That's pretty cool. I don't know. I don't the know if he ended and made. I don't know, but I, no, I get the impression that he gets to do like some sort of voice work. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Like you know, maybe there's a voice in the ADR background saying, you know, hey, come here and see uh, that, you know, that kind fun. of kind of thing. Yeah. The, and uh, now Gem no, like, singing. There's no transformation in this movie. I don't know. Do you know who's playing Jem though? Yes. Who? Do you, um, on Nashville, the girl who was paired with the gay guy and like got super depressed. Oh, seriously? Yeah, she is. Oh, very she's nice. She's Jem. That came back last night. Yeah, I haven't watched it yet, but uh, it's okay. Yeah, I'm yeah. I'm excited to to re- for those characters to return. Yeah, me too. We we just watch the ABC comedies, and then I'm usually too tired. So Nashville is usually like a weekend show for Here's me. Here's a name you don't see much in movies: Molly Ringwald. What is she doing? Is she Jem? Aunt Bailey. Okay. What was she, she was on an ABC Family show? Yeah, Secret Life Secret of Life? American Yeah, Future. Secret Life of Walter Mitty. Yes. <laughs> Schmitty good vibes. Um, <laughs> what is that? Why did you just say Schmitty good vibes? <laughs> oh, because you did like Walter Schmitty or something. Oh. <laughs> the Secret Life of Schmitty. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's the name. That's this podcast's name, <laughs> Schmitty Good Vibes. No, I can't do it. No, we can't. <laughs> can't do that. I, I know Schmitty. We, we know. Oh, this is a real person? <laughs> it's, a, it was a, it's a screen name. Oh, okay. One of our posters back Long in the day. Long time oh. ago. I thought you just pulled this out of the air. Far, far away. Schmitty Good yeah, Different life ago. <laughs> um, All right. We're done? Yeah. I think so. I think so. so, so with you. we're gone. We're taking a break. Yeah, right? yeah, 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 yeah. We'll be gone next week, and we'll be gone the week after next week. But the week after that. And we'll be back the week after that and hopefully be able to do a podcast. Yeah, we'll talk Yay. about Disney Springs. Yeah. yeah. We'll talk about Disney Yeah, Springs. when we return, we will have all separately been to Disney World. Yeah. <laughs> Yay. All right. Cool. Bye. Have a good one.